0: Everybody?
1: Hi. That was way better. That was perfect. Okay. Yeah, got it. Uh, what were we here for? <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is about movies. Yeah. Today
1: we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and movie. Dragons the uh, movie based yeah. on the game. The new one, the 2023 one. Yes, no. We well, do talk about the original one as a well. A little bit. Oh, it's a so little bad. bit.
2: Yeah, we're talking about the one with Chris Pine and and friends and supposedly a plays a
1: bard. <laughs> we'll find More out. More on that later. <laughs> More on that later.
2: Uh it's a good time <laughs> we have our friend and first time guest on the podcast, Caleb Lolly. Yeah and uh he's
1: edited a couple of them he has at least a couple of them
2: but now we have allowed him to come out of the editing you room hear him into the light in the microphone of the microphone and uh share his his thoughts what else we need to tell these people hey you want that
1: discord <laughs>
2: <laughs> join our discord the link is in the description you know, and if you, if, you uh, if you want it's the best place to discuss the episodes tell us where we were brilliant and uh also tell us where we were dumb and uh just have a conversation with us and other fans of the show
1: or like on this episode you'd be like he's totally a bard he blah 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 proves he's a bard exactly and i'll be like no he's not we will fight you i have the ultimate reason listen for more
2: (laughs) oh there we go
1: That's what we call a teaser. In <laughs> <space>. <laughs> is that what that is? Perfect.
2: Uh, also, uh, if you haven't already, if you've listened to at least one episode of the show, please give us a, a like or an upvote or a rating of some kind, wherever yeah. you're listening to, however that's done.
0: Just say, Apparently, say that's important. kind words. If you We're
2: didn't like it, that out. <laughs> Then, you know, don't worry about it. But if you like the show, it helps us out. <laughs> if you didn't
0: like it, you don't have to waste <laughs> any more waste of your, your time, time leaving yeah. a
1: review about just any of that. <laughs> leave this bad experience behind you. Don't anger yeah, it, man. It's not healthy. You need to hit
2: delete and get away yeah. just as fast as you can. But if you did like it,
1: yeah, help the show out. Help us uh, spread the good word. Go out, meet a friend, and then you ask that friend, hey, you like movies? And what are they going to say? No. Exactly. What kind of weird person's going to say no to And then when they don't say no, you know, be like, hey, there's this podcast that sometimes they talk about movies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like the worst thing to do. Hey, do you like movies? I love movies. Awesome. Here's a podcast. And sometimes they talk about movies.
1: <laughs> sometimes. You'll love
2: it. Well, today we're talking about D&D, the movie, and it's good time. We hope you liked the episode. I loved it. You you liked it? Yeah. You liked the episode? I
1: probably already listened to it by now. (laughs) That's good. And I liked it. (laughs) Awesome. I mean, loved it. Well, Jeremiah liked it. Everybody,
2: so you're definitely gonna gonna love it. And I'm definitely gonna leave (laughs) reviews. So
1: Dungeons and Dragons. What a game! And now, what, what a game. Oh, before uh, uh, YouTube had the year two thousand movie out for free, when the new one hit theaters, really? Yeah, yeah. So Did you I, make so mistake of watching one. it? Why? <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, it's <laughs> awful! But I know exactly how bad it is. Now. Yeah.
3: I didn't know about it until you told me about it, like two weeks after there I was watched a, this. There was
2: there was a trend in the nineties of. Of like modern day people getting sucked into other worlds, yeah. There Isn't that-, that the premise in that one? Uh-huh. That it's like a modern day group that gets sucked into D and D and they like in fantasy. No, are you huh. sure? I'm pr- almost positive that's what it was. No, you're thinking
1: GMA. No, 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 not like a board game. <laughs> like well that, uh, they, they don't get, they don't go back in time. They just like Mm-mm. it's it's just straight up a thief in a city that's being ruled by an autocracy of mages. Okay and the, and the princess is trying to fight back for the will for the freedom of all people, not just mages. Oh right because yeah. people are worth it too. <laughs> and then her or not her. The main kid is like street urchin thief. classic. And then his sidekick is uh, one of the Wayne's brothers. Of course. <laughs> He's also a thief <laughs> and they end up trying to rob a wizard of a thing and then get caught up with like the city guard Mm -hmm. chasing them. And then they discover the prophecy of Of uh, all this is like unrelated to anything that's come before it. And like, it just keeps happening. But uh, uh, there's a prophecy that a boy will find a magical wand that controls red dragons, Mm. which are the most powerful dragons. And, like, the princess only has control of brown dragons.
2: Yeah, makes sense.
1: Uh, <laughs> of course. Brown dragons? I don't think, Reg- are there brown dragons? They're, they're just regular dragons. There's bronze dragons. They're terrible. I, dragons. I, 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 guess they, sure I guess they might have supposed to have been bronze dragons. I guess this but is they very brown a metallic dragon. Yeah. yeah, they were very brownish when I saw them. <laughs> but uh, they just looked like kind of made out of rock dragons. Okay great stone dragon perhaps no no not like <laughs> material rock but like color rock and then uh the b- the ultimate bad guy wizard because the autocracy of mages wants all power they banish the princess yeah and then all of a the sudden there's a city-wide fight with dragons in the sky yeah. what's what's the uh in the current official D D
2: lore uh the forgotten realm setting what's the majocracy that's
3: like the like the red wizards? Or no, like not in, the wi- in, red wizards. Uh, in Sword Coast, um, in Sword Coast, there's a there's uh, an actual. I don't like, know.
2: Well, I don't not know if sure. they're on the Sword Coast, but there there actually is a Majocracy that is something. I can't remember their name. There, it's like, oh, it's gonna eat at me. Okay, I feel
1: like I, like I only know critical roll. Oh,
2: I don't. I don't see. I don't know anything about critical Role stuff. So, anyways, there's there's a a group. It's a some sort of faction, but I, they're mostly elves, and it's like. They think they're all, yeah, they're all that legit. Well, I mean,
1: they are, but yeah. <laughs> but, like, in this, in this situation, they're not, like... I mean, once you get to the point where you can literally cast wish, what like, what else? <laughs> you're You win. Like, you're the winner of whatever you want. Makes you wonder that if there is somebody
2: else out there that can cast wish, that if they're just, like, messing up your plans all the time, because, like, if your stuff just doesn't work out because... Because
3: someone wishes Because it. somebody else.
2: Well, not like directly involving you, but like their wish just for whatever reason changes your life enough without mm. you realizing it that like you've just not made any progress. <laughs> you <laughs> know, like this guy's just like, I've tried everything and nothing works. I always fail. And it's ah. like just because some other person is just, just happening cast, nice wish. flippantly casting wish. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah.
0: well,
3: yeah. I mean, wish is fine, but I prefer like... Arus destroy universe at
0: tenth mm, level.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a, that's a thing though. Like back in the in the D and D backstory, you can't cast anything above a ninth level for a reason, because they tried to overthrow the god of magic, uh-huh. and all this stupid stuff happened. And yeah, now you're no, literally the, capped yeah. at a at ninth level. What yeah. was that
2: called in fourth edition? I don't know. There's a name for it. It's like a an, oh the spell something. Spell play. nope. Spell apocalypse. Spell apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> that's it now. <laughs> that's like the same guy that came up with uh, Optimus Primal. Came up <laughs> Optimus with Primal. Spell like Oca- Man, apocalypse. he, he can retire on those two things. <laughs> Man, T M. <laughs>
3: Yeah, this, um, bo- this Boomer D&D is weird. We, yeah, we'll probably do Boomer d and I came in in 5th edition, so, you know, it's... I don't know. Boomer D&D is just like, you know what?
2: We got together and played... When we played D&D, Our it, was just a, it was just a basement full of rats, and we had <laughs> had beer and and, and pretzels. And my wizard never made it past us. And we liked level, it. And we loved it. None of this storytelling crap. <laughs>
1: you go in playing, a dungeon, you die, to you be. try again next week. <laughs>
3: One of my favorite things is hearing Matt Mercer explain how armor worked in 4th edition. He, it's like this two minute long explanation of like a bunch of like different, I don't remember it exactly. but Was, he,
1: was that the system that had like you counted backwards? You counted backward,
3: yeah, to see if you hit. And Ooh, then like the person he was that. explaining it to was getting bored and he was like, I know, I know, this is how hard it was to get people to play T&D and like, you know. Let's not play you fourth
2: should, edition. Let's you should third. watch there's a video that the other Matt, Matt Covill has yeah. about fourth edition. And he has I actually don't know what his his like take on fourth is. I do know that he loves some things about fourth quite a bit and doesn't really like fifth edition all that much. He does like fifth edition, but not I don't know. Him and Matt Mercer are very different DMs and yeah. like he's not really into the whole way Matt Mercer does stuff. But Matt Colville is more like kind of like one foot in the history of D and D and one foot in the present. And Matt Mercer is just kind of like, I'm making my own empire. And <laughs> so like he does
1: his own thing and they came out but, with their own system two days ago. They announced it two days ago. Uh, critical go. role. Yeah.
3: Interesting. Yeah. They, uh, they were like hinting at it during the whole, like, um, OGL well, yeah. OGL yeah.
2: So, like a month ago, Matt Colville also announced that they're making their own system. So nice. It's going to be two competing role playing games. Yep. only two.
0: And the thing about that, <laughs> well, only no, two. but I mean, like,
2: <laughs> they're the two, one of like two of the biggest names in in role playing. Role playing, yeah. And honestly, like, it's that if they actually pull away from D and D like that, that could hurt D and D. Yeah, especially critical role playing away, because Matt Mer- Matt. Colville's is going to pull all the hardcore like third edition fans. Yeah. And then Matt Mercer
1: just pulls away
2: every I would new D&D <laughs> player ever. Yeah. They're definitely <laughs> um, locked in for
1: campaign three. I would think they still keep like campaign four with the voice act, like the voice actors, you know, and love and like they'll keep that going. And that'll probably still be D&D unless something stupid happens. But, but, like, they're going to have, it, gonna have more well. spinoffs with more people and, yeah. and more, not main campaigns, not main critical role campaigns, like four, five, six, but anything other than that, they'll probably do their own RPG system. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I can't see them doing even campaign four and it not being D&D. That would just be weird. But maybe. Yeah, who knows? That way, they would actually own everything that they're doing, which would be smart from like a business standpoint. But I don't know. Do people tune into them because they're and D? I I feel I like they do, so. but I also feel like they don't.
2: Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I'm sure there are some people that do, but I I would bet that the vast majority just tune in because of the performers. Yeah. The personalities. I mean, that's why yeah. I enjoy it. I, I Just because it's it's entertaining. Yeah. I don't care that it's D anD D. They could play literally anything, and I would I would enjoy it.
1: See, when they play like other RPG systems, that's just one. They, they don't. I guess they don't know, know it, it as well, much, so they're yeah. still working on it. So. And uh, but they to be fair, none of them know D anD D either, except <laughs> <laughs>
0: except,
1: <laughs> except Matt Mercer, and they literally go like, "I get to roll," and they'll they'll roll like. They're like 10 years in at this point, <laughs> And they'll roll with advantage of their own initiative. And he'll be like, why'd you roll two? I thought I got. You, you don't get to roll with advantage. Oh, okay, I'll roll again. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> you cheater. <laughs> you cheater. <laughs> that and I swear, anytime they roll low, they just go, oh, it's cocked. It's cocked, isn't it? And they're like, how is it cocked? How's your die cocked? Twenty percent of the time it's cocked. You just yell cocked, but you know whatever. I think I think some of them yell cocked anytime it's low. I think some of them, like Laura Bailey, has so many dice in her thing that she says it's cocked anytime it touches another dice. Uh. I like. I think I think that's what she's using it for. I don't know, but they yell. They like they have dice trays. Yeah. How can you have a cocked dice in a dice tray? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that one looks. Oh, yeah, that's definitely. I can't even tell what it is from here. It's either a seven or a twenty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're like their dice trays are like homemade and they're a little. They're a little lumpy. So <laughs> real they're bumps, lumpy. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> you say that, but some of their dice trays are, are homemade. Yeah. But a lot of them are from a uh, wormwood. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the, I swear it's anytime they don't want a low roll, they're just like, ah, whatever, until they roll, like, like Liam now is even playing a halfling, and he'll roll a one, and you get to re-roll ones, and he'll roll another one, and he'll just go like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, that's a one in 400 chance you just did that. <laughs> yeah, I that.
3: Yeah, I don't watch Critical Role much. I've been watching Dimension 20 lately, um, I like the more like cut together yeah, format, it's more produced, more concise. I know. did,
1: I did just watch him do Calamity with the Critical Role people. Yeah. That was probably my favorite thing they've ever done.
3: Yeah, it
2: was real good. Yeah, I still need to watch it. Anyways, yeah. So I mean, D and D. We like obviously it's obvious. We, obviously, <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> obviously, we, we love D and D, or we just like role playing in general. But we do play a lot of D and D. You guys now more than me way more than me but
1: what do i do more
2: D. you play D more now
1: you probably know more about the rules I'm, than i do oh <laughs> uh, yeah just when i like something i learn everything about it yeah and i'll well you're different because you'll do a smattering of things and like uh-huh. you got me into magic i didn't the, get you into magic you did i yeah, mean yeah. it was this group but you're yeah, the but reason me, i'm in though. the group oh but, yeah, and then it was like, magic? And then Randy was like, we're all playing magic. And then Randy was like, flesh and blood? And I'm like, one thing, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> one thing. <laughs> yeah, flesh and blood. Just one thing. That's all. That's all we do.
0: Just,
3: you know, the better card game. Who oh. <laughs> <I've> said that? <laughs> um. <laughs> uh,
2: no, but, I mean, we, we all love D&D, and I think we, I don't know. How did you guys feel when they started talking about a movie and,
3: I, I was like... I just figured it'd uh, be lame, but... Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it is, it's not going to... It's going to be like World of Warcraft, the movie. You know? mm,
1: yeah, or, that movie was rough. Yeah, mixed yeah. with, like, a bad form of Jumachi. Yeah. These four players... Watch them as they discover how to use their characters' powers in a made-up world. Yeah. Exciting. And then, and, well, and then, like, the real story is about the confidence that the main guy gains along the way because yeah. yeah. he's playing a bard who looks like Chris Pine, but then he goes back to high school the next day. Mm. He asks that girl out, and she says, yeah. I think that's Stranger Things.
2: I think mean, that's season one of Stranger Things. Is the, that's actually the storyline. Um. Well, that's why I thought the movie was going to be that. You know,
1: if I had to pin down a narrative.
2: I don't know, but so how did you guys feel? I mean uh We liked
0: it,
1: right? Yeah you liked it? It was I, it was over the top. Yeah, fun. It, was, it was a great it time. Was hilarious.
0: It was, it
3: was a it was a good time. It felt like a it felt like a D campaign. You know, <laughs> yeah, it really was, did. It was good. Yeah. I thought it was great. I mean I thought that uh you're right, Caleb. I think it felt like it felt like what it feels like to play D D. It really does. You could feel like when they failed rolls, uh-huh. like especially in that first fight scene uh-huh. with Holga just throwing down and Edwin like
0: trying um, he's, to, he's, fail- <laughs> he's, he's failing the sleight of hand check. Can he's I, still can I, <laughs> can I get out of these ropes? i don't know, roll for it.
1: Natural one. You can't get out of the ropes. Okay, I'll try again next time. Yeah, well, her, uh, uh, I leaned over to Randy and I was like, "Her action economy is out of this world." <laughs> oh, she she definitely had she definitely had the tavern tavern brawler feet, you know, using those improvised weapons. Not only that, but she was like getting three turns to every other <laughs> one that everyone else would get at once. And then Chris Potter was over there, like, I can't. <laughs> one day, keep going. One day, You're like it, if, you, if you keep trying the same thing, the DC goes yeah. up every time. Okay, I can't get
3: out. Well, it'd, be, it'd be it'd be stupid to stop now. I've got to keep going.
1: <laughs> I mean, what other thing is there to do besides get out of the ropes? I gotta get out.
3: I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Get it. Try it. Try again. Try again. Maybe. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll work. One.
0: Oh man,
3: I really loved how all like I don't know. The
2: movie is full of just odd situations. That come out of the filmmaker's sort of understanding and and love for the the way the game works. Yeah, and I don't. I do you think that that stuff works for people who haven't who haven't played D and D? Because does it just feel like kooky to them? Like, because there's some weird stuff that happens that like that they don't
1: really explain. I would get why would, it happens. They I just, would imagine it just comes off like a like something weird happened in the middle of my action movie. Yeah. Well,
2: like I think we've all talked about this previously, but how they represent concentration spells in the movie. I think they did a really good job with that. Yeah. But I guess it like, if you haven't, if you haven't played D and D and you don't know what that is, is it just something that you just don't even think about? Or is it, is it only cool and fun to us because we know what's happening?
3: I could see,
1: uh, I could see You hit the wizard. So the thing goes away. I could see
3: it both ways. Like, uh, that wizard was hit like a pebble. Why? 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 The Why did the dragon stop yeah. working? You know, but I think I don't. Know. I don't think it was like anything major, major that was like that could be misconstrued or whatever. So.
1: No, that was a major image or illusion. <laughs> <Major> illusion. <laughs> no, that yes. was one. Uh, <laughs> that melted halfway. Through. It reminded me
3: of that. That's
2: that. That Toy Story <laughs> animation of Woody and Buzz when, but he's just like. Uh, Buzz, look out for there! And then Buzz <laughs> is like, where? He's like, ah! And it just, like,
0: he's, like, <laughs> yeah, he, he, someone, he, like, <laughs>
2: distorts the iteration. So Bo- Woody's head is, like, scaling up, and then, like, his voice is getting distorted and all this stuff. Like, it's such a funny clip. <laughs> yeah, and then, that. but the major illusion scene where he's losing concentration and his, like, head... Chris Pine's head is, like, filling up with air. His eyes are bulging out of his skull. Like, all that. It was was really good. It was really good. (laughs)
0: What am I looking at? (laughs) Yeah. I really liked how many, like... I think they're starting to figure it out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I really liked how many spells were in the movie. Like, there were so, so many of them. And, oh, another thing on the topic of spells. I don't know if they outright said it, but I'm pretty sure that Dorian... Source was it Dorian the sorcerer? Or was Dorian the bar the um the druid the the sorcerer that Simon Simon Simon, Simon. Simon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um I think he was a wild magic sorcerer yeah yes yeah he did say that he was yeah. okay he did I couldn't remember because yeah. like he yeah casted he he casted reverse gravity and you know the, mm-hmm. the thing and stuff so
2: it's yeah it's fun they essentially used it more narratively as like a. A uh, confidence thing. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of like that. But the wild that, magic like is actually like what's gonna happen. is like yeah. not this uncontrollable thing, but it, it comes from like his spirit essentially. Yeah. Like it's like I like that flavor. Yeah, it's cool.
1: No, but we okay. So this <laughs> well, is well. Well, and that's another thing. Like in that scene, he reversed gravity, and then what happened next? I read something that said that it was jump, but that's not. The thing that made him fly jump into the air works. I think I think he reversed gravity, twice. but because but, but even there was if you reverse no gravity, ceiling. you wouldn't go like it's limited on how high it would go. It yeah, but in the movie higher. in
3: the movie there's no limit. I know? mean that's so fine. I think in the game it's like sixty or ninety feet or something like that. Yeah, but, he, went, he went
1: like four hundred feet in the air the second time or something crazy. And even even if it was jump like this one article was saying it was, it when it jump doesn't go that high. No. And jump doesn't pull you prone from the ground. It just like preps your jump. Your jump. Yeah. 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 Like you still have to jump. It's not like it just you're like like he was lying on the ground and just went like, yeah, like it was reverse gravity. To be to be
2: clear, those of you listening that have not played D anD D, we're not nitpicking the film because of these things. (laughs) No, we just we know what the stuff is based on, and so it's fun to be like, oh wow, yeah, they definitely exaggerated that. Well, we we we're all
1: for it. Well, and when you're a DM in, and we all are, we've all been a DM in Dungeons and Dragons, you do kind of get nitpicky with the stuff. I mean, so, it's, see, so I'm, it's kind I I don't. So, so like it's like kind that's of kind natural of, to just be like, well, I wouldn't go that high. If one, one of my players <laughs> casted reverse
3: gravity without a ceiling, I would say, "No, you're going up." You go to you're the yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I I <laughs> am definitely I am all for fudging the the rules and the die rolls to to yeah. make a better story. But
1: oh, oh yeah, and then he and then catches himself with feather fall in. But yeah, but uh my thing was so that's just what did I say? That was the seventh level. Yeah. Seven well, okay. L's that's well. the thing.
2: Having said all that stuff, I really enjoyed what you did at the end of the
1: film, where it tried to match everybody up and what level that, what minimum level. Yeah, they based would have off of what, have what have they been. did in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which the,
2: comes up with this like hodgepodge party yeah. of like, yeah, uh, crazy the, the high party characters make level yeah. characters and low level characters.
1: The druid has to be level twenty. Uh-huh. To, uh, <laughs> well,
3: even even then, like. An owl bear is a monstrosity, not a beast. So yeah, can't even do that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but owl even, bears are like the most iconic. Even DM, giving monster, her, so even giving him beast. that
1: one, saying it's a beast and fudging that or whatever, she's still, she's like wild shape, wild shape, wild shape, wild shape, wild shape, wild shape, wild shape. And I'm yeah. like, you get like we do it, You get two,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> except at level twenty, you get unlimited. <laughs> so,
3: yeah, uh, yeah Simon's got to be like. We th- oh well
1: I you think, were saying thirteen yeah 13. minimum level thirteen
3: I mean I I was I thought reverse gravity was like even though it's a seventh level spell it was a wild magic surge I'm pretty he sure he initiated the, it though right did he I can't remember he might be he might
1: have I think I know. think once he got caught he did the ah. <laughs> and then initiated a seventh level spell yeah and then it either reinitiated on its own or that was a jump or something as a wild magic effect. Because yeah.
2: he, yeah, well, I mean, the what is it called? The, you can cast stuff twice on accident, like so. With wild magic, stuff can happen two times, so or it can change, or, or that, yeah, like have a second target. So that's probably what happened. But and then, Ed, uh, Edwin's
3: <laughs> got to be a low level dude, like, <laughs> yeah, in, in
1: no way. <laughs> also, like, uh, I read a thing, it was, uh, well, it me and Randy are arguing afterwards. I was like, I don't even think he's Bart. He's I not mean, a bard. He, like, he gave more. a bard
3: a conspiration speech like once. No,
2: yeah. no, no, no. This is what no. he is. So he's a level one rogue. But he's who, a, Who's a bad rogue. Who's a half he's an human, alternate? so you get a feat no, at level one. He's alt-human, <laughs> who takes so a feat, a feat yeah. and he takes...
1: Inspiring leader.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so he <you> can <laughs> give the speech. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he's a bad... Like, he literally, he legit never plays his loot. And accepts it, he does it. it's an illu- when it's an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> so he just has it and like uses it to hit people. I mean, with you so. can be anything and carry loot. Yeah, but he like picks at, at it, but like yeah. that's it. It's yeah. just a it's just a characteristic. But thing. I did yeah. like
1: after that, I did see somebody break down. He actually does sing a song like a bard would, and inspires. Yeah,
2: but anybody can lady? sing just because they can sing doesn't mean. Yeah, but it, it doesn't makes you, use any It makes her feel
1: better, so that's kind of an inspiring thing. Boo. Uh, yeah, Boo. I mean, I agree. Boo, yeah, <laughs> anybody uh, can sing and make somebody feel better. I mean, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Boo, yeah, but that's <laughs> what. And 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 then um, the YouTuber I was watching even brought in where the director was talking about Chris Pine's character and said they designed it to be like it was being played by a casual player who didn't really know his spells yet yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so even the spells that he does have aren't big fancy ones it's stuff like friends or like persuade person or or, or so just a bunch stuff of- like that but uh, <laughs> but that's crap too because no matter what spell you cast uh there's always a somatic component or a vocal component Uh and he doesn't do any of them
3: (laughs) so on the topic of like a casual player not really knowing spells i will not name names (laughs) uh, in my very long running curse of strad campaign my first one yeah um it went for like a year and a half maybe even two years i don't know uh we had a bard that was there from the first session that did not use bardic inspiration even what? more <laughs> than five times. Oh That's my over gosh! The ca- over the entire campaign. well, I mean, Chris character never. <laughs> yeah, <used>. yes, <laughs> I
1: don't think you ever to it either.
2: For the, okay, if you don't know D D, bardic inspiration is like the literally the most basic thing that it's just you Every just do bard it.
1: does you just do this because it makes everybody roll better. Well, so well it, lots of lots of characters don't even get a bonus action, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Bards do; they get to hand out this freebie whenever Free they want stuff yeah. and. uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <He literally laughs> also, I say he's not a bard because he didn't do the most bardic. There's one thing that every bard does ever, and he didn't do it. Is that trying he's to not seduce a bard. He everything? He did not sed- <laughs> the dragon. He did not try to, to seduce, seduce the, the dragon. dragon. <laughs> he just ran away screaming, that's and that's not what so a bard he's, does. He's, <laughs> that's it. Period. Case closed. Not a bard. It's not a bard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's just a, a bad rogue that doesn't know about sneak attack. That's
3: <laughs> Which, pretty much fun fact <laughs> that dragon in the underdark is a real dragon in yeah nice thimber child i believe is his name yeah something like that yeah he's like he's got a bunch of like the Duragar. he's got a bunch of like Duragar servants that uh i think
2: you he, say servants you but he's also more like say that word way, are you okay when you say Duragar, do you mean like draugr is that not, no, no, uh,
3: do du- regard the underdark dwarves, oh, all yeah. the dwarves. Okay. The dwarves I was like, wow, you the, said that very no. strange. The dwarves, no. the dwarves <laughs> not the elves. I guess okay. it's more Got of like it. a relationship at, it's it's not a it's not a uh, religion. It's a relationship. Uh, <laughs> okay. <Got it. laughs> uh, he like lights their forges or something, and they bring him gold and like Makes people sense. to eat. Well, that scene and was the, fantastic. but they keep
1: him fat, yeah, so that he won't <laughs> so, <laughs> so he that won't he won't a- escape, <laughs> and so that if he decides to try to kill them, it will be hard. Yeah. <laughs> and before he ages, they will kill him and replace him with another yeah. red dragon wormling that will light their forges. Uh, That's pretty cool. <laughs>
2: I like that they just stumbled into him, and he's just yeah. this, like
1: <laughs> just this fat dragon. It's just hilarious. Which,
3: so that was one of the scenes of a few that really made me feel bad about my combat encounters. <laughs> 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 I was like, "Oh, that's really good flavor. I yeah. should like I should add that in." And yeah, like, but
1: then you're like, I don't know. We're, that's the thing with modern day with fifth edition D and D players. We we've been set up by video games to be like, here's that thing, kill it but that combat encounter was like just them constantly running. Yeah. And that would have been a fun encounter, but how like how as a DM do you go you don't need to fight this thing. Yeah. So don't fight this thing. I think, it's really hard thing. To I think run away.
2: Running's an option. <laughs> <What>? For
3: the <laughs> next campaign, I I run, I don't know what that's going to be, but I'm going to be like, listen guys, you there will be combat encounters that you will not survive. It is up to you to decide when to run and Err on the side of caution. Yeah, and but even, yeah, but even run,
1: saying that like like
3: Yeah. If they don't run, the campaign might last three sessions, but I'm gonna be like, <laughs> Okay, guys, that's a shame. We'll learn for next time. And uh-huh. next time the next campaign will be like, okay, they'll be like, they'll run, you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't I don't know. I don't maybe think it, I don't or think they'll be works. mad and not want to play another <laughs> one because they're
3: like, That's dumb. Why did we just all get killed
2: <laughs> we all got killed by the first
1: thing? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I I was talking to Caleb today about the Horror <laughs> campaign you guys are working on, mm-hmm. and it's definitely it's going to be a high danger thing for sure. I think because horror,
1: you know, you can't. Mm-hmm. It's not scary if people don't get hurt. Yeah, so, yeah. Maybe if you had like a little DM, like you had like a little LED beside you, <laughs> and like like you pressed a button and the light turned on, and it was like, oh, he w- he wants us to run. <laughs> you turn to the light, like that would work. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 guys! The lights on. Like, <laughs> roll perception in real life. You just have, to
2: have an NPC that's just like, <laughs> fight this thing. Are you crazy? This is an ancient red dragon. We can't fight this thing, and immediately runs
1: away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. who's like, what level are you at? Six. You are nowhere near prepared enough to fight this dragon. You must run.
3: Hopefully, like, maybe I'll just very carefully always put another player in the campaign that knows D&D so they can be like guys we're not high enough level to fight this <laughs> CR
0: 18 monster. <laughs> 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 we must run.
1: You must run adventures. Oh, and I can't figure out what level
2: barbarian she's even supposed to be. Yeah, 15. I think we did, I think we decided on one just because she doesn't do anything. Yeah, she just dirty. rages, you know. But uh, she doesn't really rage. She like <laughs> She she's does more like kind always of always like, kind of mad. <laughs> she does kind of rage, but she doesn't have any like, sp- which they ma- it honestly it makes sense. She's like a classic barbarian in the yeah. sense that she's just a deterrent. She's just a tank. So like you were talking about, well, she doesn't have any like, a uh, protection abilities. I'm like well, no, her protection ability is just. I hit me. Don't hit anything yeah. else. Yeah,
3: she's and probably so, yeah. She's probably level two, and she hasn't gotten a multiclass yet. So yeah. or a, a <laughs>
0: subclass. Yeah. yeah.
1: Meanwhile, they're partying with a level thirteen, it's level thirteen, and Wild a, level magic 20s, yeah. a level twenty and a
0: level twenty Arch. I mean, the scary. level
2: twenty <laughs> was just like fine, whatever. Um, yeah. And then the, uh, you know, the paladin is also pretty high level. We don't know what level. Oh, but, I was thinking <laughs> low level, but he's like. Maybe he's a low-level paladin because he's multiclassed. Because he's also a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, is he also?
3: What did he do? In he in was a red
1: wizard. So he was a what? I forgot so about that. Yeah, he multiclassed late no, in the game. So kid, he was just a kid that lived in that city. Oh, yeah, he's probably level zero. You know,
2: I thought they, but everyone said that he was a, a red wizard that came. That was
1: uh, he. It showed him it changed he, later he on. He was a kid in that crowd when he was doing the first. Yeah. Yeah, goes, but I so.
2: assumed that they got they caught him. He didn't turn into like the undead servant thing, but he, they caught him and made him serve him. No, the until only he was the only thing escape. that he
1: got even marked with was the weird forehead yeah, tattoo. Thank you. I guess he somehow escaped the island because uh, he was he was on like the small very details edge like of it. that and backstories.
0: <laughs> yeah
2: which okay how they handle backstory how every character yeah. has a backstory it was hilarious because it's yeah. like sometimes it's it's like oh this is really interesting but i love how every every person well not every all important characters have like a moment where they just have an aside where they get yeah. to talk about their backstory and it's like i love great.
3: like the beginning the very beginning of the movie mimicked the beginning of a session where it was like all right begin uh-huh should, should we not? Wa- should we not wait for him to arrive? <laughs> <laughs> really, no, please. Uh, he might like miss a part of my backstory if he doesn't. No, begin, please. <laughs> I did. Oh gosh, yeah. What was that guy's name again? Uh, uh, was it? Oh man, the Arakakra. Yeah. yeah. Was it Randall? No, it started with a J. Yeah. Um, Jonathan. It
2: was just Jer- Jonathan. Jonathan. Jer- Jonathan. 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 <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah, every
3: time. <laughs> yeah. I love that scene because, like, <laughs> sorry I'm late. <laughs> That's like a perfect yes! representation of, like, Edwin succeeding that charisma uh-huh. like, persuasion check. <laughs> and, like, the DM hasn't revealed it yet. And they're just like, they have a We're not killer. gonna risk it. We gotta. <vote>. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta.
0: we gonna let you go.
1: Yeah.
3: I have approved
2: your part. have your
3: I really liked all of the practical like uh, effects for all of the other races. Yeah, all and, the creatures and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I. I mean,
2: even when it feels silly, like the Eric yeah. Hocker kind of felt, it felt silly, a little bit. Goofy, but yeah. in a great
3: way, because he's only <laughs> in a goofy scene. Like yeah. he's just. And I also feel like... The yeah, Dragonborn looked crazy awesome. He did. Good. The Dragonborn, really good, yeah. the tabaxi, I feel like, looked
0: really Oh, good. yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Pulling the tabaxi out of the fish.
3: That's <laughs> <great>. the, um, <laughs> we only saw it for like three seconds, but the Yan-ti, uh mm-hmm. in the prison. In the prison, um, yeah. Yeah. The getzerai, Uh that... Uh, did we so see one? It was in Edwin's backstory. He tripped a getzerai that was stealing Oh, something. that's who
1: he tripped on the bridge.
3: Oh, uh,
1: interesting. Okay.
3: Yeah, he uh, that he kind of had like the classic like gray streak through his hair yeah. that you see in the in the hands. That's book. cool.
2: I do love how how much of the sort of like the official D and D lore yeah. that they had in this movie without yeah. making a big deal of it. There was yeah, there was like so even much. the red wizards like the red wizards are complicated. There's a lot going on there, and the way that they threaded that storyline in, even like bringing in Zaz like yeah. is a big thing. But <laughs> I liked. I don't know. I liked how they did it. They did it really well. It never, it was never too heavy or Mm -hmm. too like focused on backstory. As far as like the plot, it was always with the characters. They were the most important thing and that's going to move it along. But I I do like how, but if you're looking closely, there's a lot going on here.
3: And they even like, they showed like actually how Zastam took over the nation of fame
1: too. Yeah. Dude, Bradley Cooper. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Great. (laughs) So good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: yeah, There was, yeah, there was a lot. I loved Lord, you know, Lord Never Ember actually being the yeah. leader of Waterdeep. Uh, the council members for the prison that gave, you know, gave the pardons, they were, it, aside from Jonathan, they were all NPCs that were introduced in Rhyme with the Frostmaiden. Were they really? Yeah. I only recognized the one, the Dragonborn, Fizz something. I had, I had it up on my phone. I can't remember. Um <laughs> Chris Norixius. Um Nice. Cameron has mentioned that
2: mm-hmm. that name before. Um, is that are they like the Ten Towns people? Like they or is that something else?
3: I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I'm not super familiar with Rime of the Frost. Gotcha.
2: Well yeah, that's cool. I just I like
1: how how
2: much of that is
1: yeah. is part of it. It's pretty neat. I want to know who the bad guy was. They showed it first. Which one? I get, I just get the feeling like I'm supposed to maybe know him. So that's ten. The very, very first guy that they captured in the prison and were pulling out of the wagon. Oh yeah, that oh, that, the
3: orc? that red the red wizard? Oh, that oh, guy. The, the that one that she one. kills. Uh I thought that was a I think it was just a orc or a hobgoblin or something. Yeah. Uh,
1: I feel like I feel like there's something there that I I feel like he's a named something. I don't know. Let's and, mean, I let's, should, let's, and I let's should I should have known let's, him. Let's Google this. Like Maybe. like yeah. I'm supposed to be punching in the leg, going, That's Vecna that's how it does it's Vecna yes. <laughs> it's Vecna. there he is oh no. and he's gone
3: <laughs> there's no way a level one barbarian can take down Vecna <laughs> <be> <laughs> dude. they can if they believe in those. so unrealistic I can't wait for like I guess it's not a guarantee because you know non D&D people might not like this like might not like this movie I want to see like the wave of D&D new D&D players that come up because of watching this movie almost like the Matt Mercer <laughs> effect that come up because you mm-hmm. are like they're like DM, I, I want to hither thither staff. I want to oh, I
2: want to turn yeah. into an owl bear. Yeah. You know, that actually. So as I'm watching it, I'm I'm looking at it through the lens of a DM, and I'm just like, okay, I now know that there are several things that I'm seeing here that players will one either want, or if I do it this way, they're gonna be like, oh, you, you got this from the movie, right? I would be <laughs> like, yes, I did, because it's cool and it's fun. We're gonna do it, okay? Like I liked the idea. I liked how a tuning worked. Yeah, in this I movie, I was just like,
0: "Yeah, this is way more
2: fun than just yeah Short sit resting, down for yeah. like three hours and then you know look at the staff, figure it out. Look at it. I like figure how they. Out. Not that every attunement needs to be like this, but I did. I liked how they did that. I mean, yeah, the hither thither uh, staff was pretty great.
1: Oh, P.S. If you have a D and D Beyond account, you can yeah go you download can get
2: all those things. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> the but even better than the than the hither
2: thither. But how they used it (laughs) felt like players coming up with a like half-baked plan to, to figure out how to get from A to B. It was, like, such a cool plan how they used the painting and then that put it on the bottom, me, like, and then him falling out felt like the perfect, like, oh, he rolled low and he didn't, you know, whatever. <laughs> and it was, like, God. so and good. Then, and that then was it was fell over and she in the had the to movie. dig yeah. at it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then it falling and being face down is, like, yeah. that's exactly what would happen. Like, all that work, <laughs> and they,
3: they pull it off without a hitch, and then some random thing would make it so that they can't oh, use it. It's so <laughs> the, like The obvious, like, failed perception check on the part of the DM when uh-huh. the guys look... Look over and notice Holga like <laughs> doing something sus, and they're like, oh, whatever. They're over there. They're not. Gonna Gosh, do I that. love that scene so much. During the middle of it, I was like, I want to play D D so bad. <laughs> exactly. <I'm>
1: just, uh, <laughs> I want to play this. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which I think is a testament to how good the movie is because yeah. it just it really does capture
1: the spirit of it really well. Yeah, but man, when it falls over, and she's like, "Maybe I can dig. I don't. Know. I don't know. Maybe I I'm just gonna keep trying to dig." And you're like, "That's exactly what." Yeah. I- <laughs> One person stays behind with a nail file. I was just like, "Maybe, maybe if I keep digging." And the DM's like, "Okay, this has to Whatever.
2: work at some point, or they're never gonna get out of here." But it was a very complica- like, complicated mystery too. How that all worked out in yeah. the final. Like climactic scenes of the film, but they made it easy to understand, and which not every not every movie does when it yeah. gets tries to get complicated. <laughs> but I love the Red Wizard. Uh, I don't remember her name, but Sess something, Sophia, something, Sophia? Like,
1: something yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, her. Yep. She was great. Yeah, I just I, mean, I, re- I like the Red I, Wizards. I, like, I yeah. have featured them heavily in my.
1: Yep. Every time I looked at so her, my brain was like Kristen Stewart. Nope close <laughs> uh
3: so yeah i i'm a big fan of the red wizards as well i like in a not really recent it was when caleb moved out when we were you know living together so in october or so i ran a one shot with it was just him and summer and it was a sequel to the campaign that you ran mm-hmm. uh because they were i was like i want to do one D with caleb before he leaves don't have a lot of time to put something together. And Summer's been wanting to play as well. So it was like a few years in the future because they ran off with yeah. the Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. So they were just, in the past years, they were just hijinks in it up. You know, Caleb had the nice sword he got from the Dragon Lady. Um, mm-hmm. Can't remember her name. But they got word that the cult has come back. The cult of the dragon. Uh, as mentioned in the movie, cult Cult of the Dragon. Yes. We can't get away from the Cult of the Dragon. I know. They'll never go away. (laughs) Uh, They were like, the Cult of the Dragon's back. There was like whisperings (laughs) of them and the Cult of the Dragon like sent people to like kill them in their hideout. They were like, we've got to hunt them down. So they went to a town that had been booming for the past few years and they were like, wow, this town wasn't nearly as uppity last time we were here. So they kind of, they got wind in the town that they're pretty sure that the Cult bought out a mine nearby and had been using it as a base. And that's where like the big old funds for the town came from to like do so much expansion. So they were like, Mm -hmm. got this. They went to the cave. They saw a bunch of like cult memorabilia and they went down to the cave and it was all a hoax. And it was just a plot by the red wizards to get Hazaron back because they Mm. were like, we loaned that to the black dragon lady we can't have that just going about so we brought you here we're going to end you and stuff like that it was just one red wizard but uh i feel like red wizards just lead to like a lot of intrigue a lot of times yeah. and i feel the movie did that pretty well
2: yeah it's uh they're cool i like them yeah. and i like how there's this sort of like emperor like figure lurking in the shadows in, yeah. you know in uh zaztam and mm-hmm. He's not, like, necessarily ever a player in the storyline, but he is... uh, It's being able to, like, feel his presence and his manipulation and stuff is always fun. Yeah. But, yeah, it's really great.
3: Yeah. I I love the final fight scene, too. Uh, Mm -hmm. I liked the interplay between Sophia or whatever the Red Wizard's name is, like, Bigsby's hand, Uh and then Mm -hmm. Simon's Maximilian's Earthen Grasp, just, like, duking it out. It was was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And... I know
2: they did it in uh, Avengers, but I appreciated the owlbear just like just body slamming I mean, her and slamming her in the ground over and over again just like, did it no but i mean it's like it i'm not yeah as i said i don't i know they did it i don't care i think it's hilarious <laughs> this is
3: like a how do you want to do this yeah <laughs> it's
2: like, I it's like, exactly i was like Oh, i, I want to like grabber. loki did or what hulk did to loki <clears throat> okay <laughs> <laughs> i think you got
1: her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like nope. it was it was worth it they earned it you know <laughs> yeah it was good. Yeah, I liked the uh, what Otter's Resilient Sphere. Mm, she, yeah. <laughs> no one uses that spell, but that was great. <laughs> was
3: it the one he blocked the fireballs with at the end?
1: or the When she threw them inside the sphere and then just, like, chucked them out of the way for half yeah, a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is I don't remember that one. I think it's Resilient Sphere, something like that. Who cast it? The Red Wizard Lady. Oh, okay. She threw the Bard and the Barbarian, right? And yeah, just got him in the sphere and was like, "Get out of here!" And then just like chucked him down, like oh, like the, the ball that like okay <laughs> yeah. that
2: they're going. Okay, got it.
1: I was thinking the time <laughs> stop thing that they yeah. she put them in. I feel like a, I feel like I'm making this up now. Was there a wall of force at some point? I don't even know why I'm bringing it up. Remember. I'm literally just asking. I don't think so. <laughs> like I feel like I'm just asking. I did like the gelatinous cube, yeah, and right. how they like they would have died, but you know whatever. Yeah,
2: but I, mean, I like they're like it stings. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: I mean maybe I mean, they maybe made it the,
2: seem like it like if they had stayed in it for much longer they would have died. That I mean, other
1: people, guy was her, that other guy was her
2: wild shit yeah. Well, in like 30 seconds. Well her wild shaping out of it was a pretty cool was, idea. Yeah, it was yeah very that was clever.
3: Cool. I mean maybe the level 1 rogue and the level 2 barbarian would have died, but the level <laughs> <Yeah>. 13 sorcerer <laughs> and the 20
1: <laughs> druid. Yeah. But I mean like that one guy what 30 seconds and he has nothing but bones. I mean it's like like And what, they're a, in it for maybe 15 seconds uh, and there's like
3: Thirteen oh, con save or something, yeah. and then you take three d six or something. Yeah. yeah, they stayed. That other
2: it? guy wasn't a player character. Okay? <laughs> yeah. He's not a hero. He's just a regular dude. He's only he's only level one. Just a regular commoner. Maybe That's a wizard. He was. He was just, no, <laughs> not a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> just commoner. <Yeah. laughs> he's got <had> four HP. <laughs> Dude literally did not know what he was
1: going to do today when he woke up. Yeah, and he didn't even like try to reach inside. He just completely dove inside.
3: Oh, that's a depressing thought. There's like, you know, it's a great time for all the citizens. They're all watching the games, except for you five specifically. You've got to go in the maze. <laughs> You're in here. Get in here. Uh,
1: you might win.
2: <laughs> you might win. I do like when she was like casting the spell. The guy's like, "What is she doing over there?" And the guy's like, "I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's go back to." That.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like the mimic too. That came out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like mimics. They're great. Yeah, mimics have a good time. Although I think I, I've been spoiled with the uh, Dark Souls mimics that uh, <laughs> I when it didn't like stand up and it wasn't like ten feet tall, I was like. All, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like the most terrifying things ever. Just like whenever you like, you know, try to open a mimic yeah. chest and then it stands up and like runs <laughs> after you, and
1: you're like, "Oh my god, get this thing away from me!" Well, you're a little so terrifying. What was was that? What they were like in a? They, it wasn't Elden Ring? There were no mimics in Elden Ring. No, not a single mimic.
2: Not a single one. All those chests. A very deliberate really? choice to literally everybody that n- had played Dark Souls came in, and and there's just a thing. You just attack every chest, the chest because first, yeah. it could be a mimic. There are other ways to to tell, but they're very like small and so sometimes you miss it. But yeah. I whacked every single chest I ever saw in the entire <laughs> game and I thought, oh, this is the one. Like there's gonna be one. Yeah. And um there isn't. But there are the teleportion teleportation chests that are basically like they fill the role like of a mimic. Gotcha, where like yeah. yeah, where it's like, all right, you get to go to Caledon in a mind full of bug things that will inst- <laughs> instantly kill you.
0: Yeah. It's like, <laughs> look at you, you're in the middle of a lake of magma. What are you uh, going to do? I don't know. About,
3: I wanted to start another Elden Ring playthrough today. I so w- did I. I was I. looking at it lot about it today. <laughs> yeah, actually. I was looking I was at like, it on hey. Steam. <laughs> and I was like, I've got 204 hours. Let's make it 304.
2: There you know, go. Yeah, I thought about it recently too. I was just like, man, I, I'm now, I know I played the crap out of it, but I'm far enough removed from it now been a year i guess yeah so i was like wow i could probably play it again and and still get some you know still have some mystery
1: because you're playing item random item item randomizer i should even even not doing that i was like near the end of and i was just getting like the final achievement and i wandered down some hall where you only go down this place once to do one thing i think it's where like you find the alternate hand when you're the burned god, whatever, and like you accept it. Okay, yeah. There's a secret wall. Oh, yeah. That you hit, and then it gives a little corridor, and then you run all the way down that, turn right, hit another secret wall, it vanishes, and then you walk through, and you're like, you're at the world tree thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like it's all like it's like it's the bottom of that whole area that you can't get to. Yeah. What I was like.
3: What happened? I guess I probably need to play again because I have no idea
0: yeah. what you just It's, did. <laughs> yeah. it's just it's this just part that, that like, like, you it's just like, go it's down like secret, tiny, and down secret, tiny. and down into Boom. the earth, like
2: far down into the earth, and you're like, man, this is crazy. And then you just end up in a chamber where there's just nothing except for one door, and then you go to the door, and it's like you can't open the fe- door. But I found it on accident,
1: and, and it just opened up into like— And
2: there's one wall that's a secret wall, which there's not many secret walls in this game. And yeah. so, and then it just goes to an, like you said, nothing. And then it opens up to a whole other section. Like a whole, like it's like, why is
1: this like whole world <laughs> I, 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 just hidden yeah, it. in this tiny hit it, little thing? They hid it in the most ridiculous, <laughs> hard to find, no one will ever see it area. Uh-huh. Yeah, I you have no idea like how I found it.
3: Giant that. flying ants yeah. everywhere, and you're
2: like, oh
1: my
0: god, <laughs> what? So terrifying. I've
3: played the game like three times now, three and a half times, and I just haven't seen that. Like last time I played. For the first time, I was in Landell, and I took a right somewhere on a wall, like on one of the big uh-huh. walls, I think. And I was walking, and then my game just faded to black. And then I started a boss battle in a black void with... I can't remember the boss I fought. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. And it I don't was, know what that one is. It on was a, the it's most, like on a bridge. Yeah, and yeah. You're, you're walking down the bridge to something. I think it's one of the great towers where you can, like activate r- great runes, but... Uh, oh,
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah You yeah. just fade yeah. to black, and then a boss battle starts in a black void, and I was so unnerved. <laughs> like, was like, this You're makes like, me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like, just this black... It, it has, like, a almost, like, creepypasta, like, old, like, uh-huh. found <laughs> video game <laughs> vibe to it.
1: And <sighs> Nothing was here. I was sad. I don't know. I was
3: sad. Okay, so what? Who's the boss? Do you remember? I don't. It might have been when I played it through with a randomizer, so it might have been some uh, random boss. Okay. I um, think it's supposed it to be like is two
1: not big nighty things on horses. Maybe I'm trying to remember if I found that boss. I f-
3: I think I fought two like fat boys. Like, see the what are they called? The
2: Godskin Peeler. Well, yeah. not, that's the sword, but. The big godskin. Yeah, the boss. godskin. I found him on the way to a great room on the bridge to a great room thing.
3: It might have been um, him, and I don't know, but I don't remember if it was in a void or not.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might have been him, or I, I thought.
3: Don't know. I thought you fight him in the. You fight. Him you fight, fight him in the, the chapel. Oh, you do. I yeah, only, so only fought one. That's
2: what I was. Saying. I think it felt like a revenge thing. Like I <laughs> killed him already, and then yeah. like he appears on Guess
3: the, what? the bridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably playing Elden Ring after this. Yeah. Elder Ring's so good. Oh, I remember now. I never finished my randomizer because I accidentally turned on you have to have all seven great runes to enter the Erd tree. And I only have, like, two. <laughs> so I, w- I, I was like, finally, I'm reaching the end of this randomizer. I played it for, like, 60 hours. And then I realized, and I was like... Dun dun dun. I can't. I you don't. Can't. I've got no idea where these five great rooms That's are. It's true because they're not in the place where they normally are. So I think I <laughs> it's might, just in a small dungeon oh, somewhere. That'd be, that'd you have to do every dungeon. Oh god! Uh, so the way, the way the randomizer works is you can change the randomness. Like you can randomize it to where every item is randomized, but you can also be like, okay, only the important items are randomized. So you're like, okay, I need to go fight the important bosses and. The great runes are going to be there, or if not there, in a f- select few other locations. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to start a new randomizer with,
1: without that, where I can just enter the earth tree without all seven great runes. I've been watching people play Elden Ring like, yeah. for, for the first time lately. <laughs> yeah. there, there's like it's two guys great. I watch online, Lil', Lil Aggie and... <laughs> Chris and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching. I was watching some guy He uh, he was running through K- the swampy area with uh-huh. all the dragons. Yeah, yeah. And then I was was running through and trying to dodge them all. Oh god! Oh god! One! Oh god! I gotta run! I gotta run! And it was like barely getting out, barely escaping them, and like didn't know it, but was str- like heading straight. For the Big Mama oh, dragon. Oh, gosh. That's hilarious. And, like, rose straight into her mouth. Ma- like, <laughs> like, 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 boom. And, like, hit her mouth. And then went, it's not a dra- <laughs> And then it was like, no way. No way. That's fake. That can't move. And then it started, like, moving. And, like, getting up. He was like, No.
2: No. <laughs> It is okay, so when I first found that dragon, <laughs> I thought, no, holy crap, and then I, like, immediately turned around and ran away. I Never! Like, no! I, there's, like, certain times, especially in Caelid, where, like, you just run up against a wall because that area is so difficult early on that at certain points I was like, I don't know, my, my Celestial Steed's pretty quick. I can probably just <laughs> run through areas, and so sometimes i will just be like, let's do this. Got no runes. Just, let's just, go. Just to see and if you can find another Just to see if uh, I can find another Grace or whatever. Grace, and yeah. you just sprint and you just run into so much trouble and you're like <laughs> you don't know where you're going, <laughs> so you're just like, uh left. Okay. All right, uh, uh, up, uh, oh right. No, up. not know You know like I
1: can't go left, uh, I can't Exactly. Go left.
2: exactly. <laughs> and you end up in a boss fight and you're like, Oh crap, what have I done? <laughs> Agil, the fire
1: demon. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't.
3: <laughs> we need to uh, go back and Fight Placidusix. Um, oh yeah, you need still to haven't still haven't fought yeah Oh, uh, that's such a fun fight. I don't know where he's at. I know he's in Altus Plateau, or not Altus, um, floating island place. Yeah, he's in the um, not Altus, is that but the, the Time Dragon. The Time Dragon. Yeah. What's I can't remember the um, name of it. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah, it's the city that's like a tornado, like yeah. the whole. What's that called? Oh, I don't.
1: I'm really lucky I got Kalen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Why I can't think of it. Anyways, it'll, yeah, he's gonna come. Yeah. You have to, yeah, you have to go all the way. You have to like randomly find. No, wait, don't a way tell, to don't
2: get... tell him how to get it because it's fun
3: to like discover it. So all right. We'll... <laughs> Yeah. I, we need to help Matthew, friend of the podcast. Um, we need to help Matthew finish the game. Finish the game, yeah. I've got he's almost like,
1: there. He's on. It's easier to do it single. He's done Fire Giant. Than it is to team up with people and do it. He's on. Yeah, uh, I
3: mean, yeah, but.
1: I well, well.
3: He's got three. Not easier bad, for Matthew. I guess.
2: <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying Matthew's bad. I'm just saying, like, Matthew we have characters that are, like, pretty powerful. Matthew just so doesn't want to play kinda, that game without other people, yeah. like. Yeah. Which honestly, I played through the whole game with two other people, like the entire game, and I loved it. It is fun to play through solo, but there's something I I don't know, there's just something about the way the multiplayer in this works that it works it's goofy at times, but I wish it was it just, just is I wish super it would just be fun. Permanent. Like, I don't know. Well, there is there's a mod um, that allows it to be permanent, but I understand why it isn't. No, when you go into but, someone else's <laughs> world, well, doesn't
1: it give you like it only gives you, like, two healing potions or something stupid? Yeah, you do have to. You get a sort of a so a so? Nurse, <laughs> yeah, so it's that's what I'm saying. It's easier to do it on your own than to rely on other people. Unless they're stupid good, and in which case they only get, like, if they, if they beat the game with 12, they only get, like, two to help yeah. you. Yeah. Well, they
2: get half, so they get if you have 12 health potions. I think you only have 10 anyways, right? You have ten, then you have five when you go in their world. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, yeah. and your HP is like knocked down to like a range that's their level or whatever. So it's just
3: who knows. Maybe my next playthrough will be with multiplayer on. You know, yeah, being invaded and stuff. I never. You
2: should because being invaded is fun, yeah. or it's terrible. <laughs> but it changes the way you experience the game so much. I like I like think there was one night. I, fit, I think I've talked about this story yeah. a while ago on the podcast, but. We were going and some dude invaded us and he just followed us from a distance. Like didn't like and then we didn't know where he was and we're like, okay. And we got into an open field, okay? Legit, you can see 360 degrees everywhere. And we're just sitting there and we're like, all right, cool. Well, I think we're gonna just kind of go over to this grace and blah blah blah. And then suddenly, and it's my world, I'm the host, so like suddenly I'm like, Oh my gosh, he's right here. Like he just like like I literally like turned around. Ex- you know, just yep. took in the, the beautiful vista. No, no red spirits or anything like that. Nothing. No invaders. And then I turn around and suddenly he comes from the left side of my friend. He's like leaping attack and like hits me on the back. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's here. I'm like, I don't know how. It was just like that. Uh, <laughs> it's like freaking Kung Pao. Like the, there's a scene or no, it's um not Kung Pao. Holy grail. Yeah, I just recently watched that. Where like King Arthur's like running and just like in the distance, and you see him way off in the distance, and then it cuts to the guards, and they're like, "Hmm." Then it cuts back, and he's the same distance, but like (laughs) running still, and and then it cuts back to the guards, and they're like. Hmm. It cuts back and King and <laughs> Ar- and uh Lancelot so it is is running st- like in the exact same it's the exact same clip but they do this over and over right. again and then suddenly they cut and he's right in front of the guards <laughs> and immediately kills them and the guards are like oh
0: god. <laughs> so
2: it's like that's exactly how it felt except when I looked out there was nobody and then I turned around and then suddenly he's like aha and then it's like yeah. Anyway, he killed all three of us. It was terrible. <laughs> we hated it. <laughs> it's like, Hearing you talk worst. about
3: the game, I feel like I've Almost played a different game of parts <laughs> because you were like, "Oh my gosh, the lake of rot! I don't know what to do." And when I played through it, I was like, "Okay, cool. Summon, summon torrent.
2: Yeah, go through it, <laughs> dude." I was maybe sixty hours in before I realized that torrent could walk through stuff like that because we never rode torrent because you can't have them in multiplayer. Yeah. So there would be like a few brief areas where like, "Oh, I, no one else can play on a Saturday. I'm gonna play a little bit and you're whatever." And then I would be like, "Dude, guys." wow that did that echo for you guys <laughs> i heard myself I like know. twice that was, i don't know maybe i, I yelled I know, so loud you. that i ended up in somebody else's mic that was really weird <laughs> it was just like guys 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 like in my headphones <laughs> but it was it was just like guys did you know that torrid can like run through poisonous <laughs> like lakes like and they they're
1: were like, like what they're like who's Toy? yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: Maybe, maybe this time I'll find golden mask. <laughs> Although, oh, you got it. Or the, the, the tur- true Indian.
1: Or the,
2: the turtle um, Turtle bishop. Gold mask. Is it the all-knowing? No, that's the off-near.
1: You didn't find the turtle bishop?
3: Sir Gideon off-near. Yeah. The, the
0: all-knowing. <laughs> that
1: was a really good impression.
0: It was.
2: Our favorite, though, was the part where you just like, ah. Rise, <laughs> and you're like, wait, wait did he sign? And then say, rise, or was he saying, arise, in a really weird way? He dead
1: who can live, <laughs> come oh, to stand before <laughs> the Elden Ring. How many times? How many times did he have to do it to get that weird? The director's just like, again. He's like, uh,
3: weirder. Uh,
2: Nice. that's how it
3: loose some dung eater <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay i actually think that the dung eater ending is my favorite ending really just because it's absolutely terrifying yeah. like it's just the same as like all the other endings except there's just like millions of screams <laughs> of like all the cursed people like as you see like the world burning and stuff it's just like oh that's that's nice.
1: Did <laughs> I do that? That's oh tr- gosh, the true ending. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Now for me, uh, Ronnie. Oh, I mean, ending. Ronnie's yeah. Ronnie's of course, course true Ronnie's the, ending. the ending.
2: true ending. Yeah, it's just it's no doubt.
3: Elden Ring stole that from Caleb and I. Just want you to know.
2: Elden Ring stole that from yeah. Caleb? Ro-
3: Ronnie's Ronnie's ending. It was it was ours before it was theirs. What do you mean? Uh, the end of Curse of Strahd. You know, <laughs> Caleb. He uh, <laughs> went to the moon. <laughs> Caleb, Mary, so Caleb was kind of like, he became a werewolf at one point. So uh-huh. he kind of like started serving the goddess of the werewolves. Uh, very similar dynamic to Ronnie. Like mm. She was having him do stuff. And then when he like came super powerful at the end, he asked for her hand in marriage. And she was like, yeah, we'll do that. Let's do this together. Nice. And then when Elden Ring came out, I was like, oh my god, That's yeah. hilarious. And I had to, <coughs> I called the game and I was like, Elden Ring, bit this from us so hard (laughs) maybe that's why you can't get
2: him to play the game because he thinks that he's like no our story is way better it's like play Elden Ring man literally every time we we discuss our our horror campaign I'm just like he's like talking about things that he likes and I'm like yeah
3: Elden Ring that's you just yep Elden Ring does that it's great you would love Elden Ring please play it it's good Caleb does games really he only he either wants games to be like Story-based, like The Last of Us, and he'll play on easy or medium, or he wants them to be sports like Counter-Strike yeah. or Rocket League. He doesn't want them to be difficult single-player games. He d- he, hmm. it's it's weird. He can't like get enjoyment out of beating a computer, I guess. Which I can in certain scenarios. Like I would never play a computer in like Street Fighter or Smash Bros. But Elden Ring doesn't feel like that. It yeah. feels, like, it's very rewarding to learn a learn a boss's, like, patterns and, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Well, I guess because, like, Dark Souls or Souls game bosses are just, like, 3D puzzles is what they are that require a lot of dexterity <laughs> and, and also, like, just knowledge of, like, how the fight's going to go and understanding hitboxes and, other, I mean, you can break it down into the math and science of it, but it's just, like, I don't know. But there's so much lore. It's like steeped in so much lore that you don't really think about that stuff. At least not every – the average player doesn't think about that stuff. You just think, oh, I'm fighting a freaking like giant snake with a human head and he's throwing meteorites at me (laughs) and there's lava all over the floor and I have to like hit him with this wind spear (laughs) and he just just pulled a sword made out of – thousands of like undead hands out of his throat and told me that we're going to be gods and i'm like
3: i don't know what's happening right now but this is amazing (laughs) the first time i fought that second phase i was like this is unfair i don't know what to do because when the skulls started raining down i was like i can't do anything i've
2: got to run the stages of like it's like the stages of grief with Dark Souls and, and Elden Ring. It's just like that initial, like,
1: there's I, nothing I can do. I played a different game. Yeah, I played a different game.
3: <laughs> like, I feel like. I played I played grind
1: in, in this one area oh, right. until yeah. you get powerful enough to <laughs> beat that dude. We, play,
2: bulb. we played the game of like, we were too prideful to to go and grind
1: to get better. We were just like, no, we can do this. Uh, the game is dumb. We uh, just, we're good at we. Even, even you talking about it like it's a 3D puzzle that you have to figure out and their are hitboxes and stuff. I'm like, not me. <laughs> have you played multiplayer? <laughs> Sorry, not multi- have
2: you done PvP? PvP? No. Like intentional, not invasion PvP, but just like actually going and summoning somebody to fight with, no. to duel with. I have no interest. It's Dark. pretty intense, man. Yeah, like,
3: PvP is not my thing in Souls games for sure. It's uh, I mean, have you tried it though? Like a little bit, yeah. It's, there's a after hearing TJ talk about it, I tried it a little bit, and I just can't. I can't deal with like the la- the latency of like.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean that is a thing for sure. Yeah. But there's just well, something about that, like it's I'm a sure, whole.
1: I'm sure they have their perfect little like combo mapped out and they're just gonna wipe me and like it's is that it won't be fun
2: so i didn't really get into it until i want to say it was dark souls 3 i did a little bit in dark souls 2 but i wasn't very good at it in 3 i played as a pyromancer and there weren't very many pyromancers like people didn't play them so it was sort of a meme because if i could kill you with my move it was like funny i don't know it was funny to me because it just was like i couldn't just like attack you cry well i don't remember exactly what it was but it was some just like blast of flame that was like really intense but it was really hard for me to like aggressively go after you i had to like lure people into the attack and so throwing out all these other attacks that i know are not going to do anything but it gets them to like get overconfident and they're like, oh yeah, this guy can't hit me. And they come up and I go bam and hit them with this tiny thing. It was just like, I don't know. It was just always like, it's just cheeky. Like yeah. all the combat in it is like, everybody's just freaking teabagging everybody afterwards. It's just yeah. hilarious. So I don't know. I love it. My favorite like memory of playing multiplayer and also my most humiliating <laughs> is getting beat by this one guy and then him sending a message to me on, cause I was playing on PlayStation and he sent me a message on console, and he was just like, hey, if you want, like, um, he's like, you did well. Like, I can teach you some stuff. And I was like, okay, sure. And I jump on, dude is 12 years old.
0: <laughs> he's legit a
2: child. And I'm like, I- I'm not the kind of person that just goes, oh, yeah, I'm not. it," And I just leave. Like, I'm too polite. So I'm just, like, <laughs> waiting. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess I could learn something from this child. And we start fighting. And, like, he actually is showing me some cool stuff. And I'm just like, This feels so weird. I think I was probably like 28 at the time. (laughs) And I was like, this is just so strange. And and like, I kid you not. There's a moment where his dad walks into the room and I, I obviously can't see him, but I can hear his dad and his dad starts yelling at him. He's like, I told you to get off that game an hour ago. And he's like, but dad, I can't. And I'm like, this is
1: (laughs) (laughs) sir. He's, he's tutoring me. (laughs) Now,
2: He's like, I'm <laughs> helping
1: this guy, blah 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 blah, and
2: I'm like sitting there, like, I should probably leave. I should probably leave. <laughs> this is weird. This is really weird. I don't. So, yeah. Anyways, Toodaloo. yeah. <laughs> Good times.
1: Randy has left the party. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Who's Randy? <laughs> All right. Sounds like
1: you got something going on. I probably need to head out. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my dad just walked in too. I'm also twelve. <laughs> I'm also twelve. <laughs> Right, I'm I just to, sick. Cut my to my, my voice to is sick. So
3: thanks, thanks for playing, man. Uh, yep,
2: yeah, that's how it works.
1: I'm only nine. So but now that
2: I've seen all those all those YouTube videos, <laughs> man, I'm of that guy that hey, uh, up, pretends to be a kid using a voice changer. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's really what it was. It was
1: just uh,
0: it's just. <laughs> hey,
1: what up, fellas? I'm nine. I'm ruling this game. <laughs> <laughs> Have
2: you seen that guy? There's a guy on YouTube right now. I can't. I want to say his name's like Slate or Slater or something. I don't know. He plays uh, Warzone or whatever the uh, Call of Duty like big multiplayer <laughs> the, game is.
1: Whatever the most toxic
2: game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he plays that and it, got, it has proximity chat in it. So he uses proximity chat and a voice changer that he's tweaked enough to sound like a really whiny boy with like on a bad microphone. Yeah. And he, he tells everybody that he uses his p- PlayStation 4 controller as his microphone, which you can do. And so it's like, he's always like, yeah, I'm using my PS4 controller as my microphone. That's why it sounds so bad. And he's like super encouraging, but also very good at the game. So people are like, what the heck? This kid's like super good. And he'll play with you know people in their late 20s and 30s and stuff. And, I've, uh, I've done like he hits on girls in like a really funny way. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, Oh, he's so cute and you know it's you should check out yeah. his stuff. That
3: I remember you showed me like one clip of him. I can't remember what was in the clip, but uh he was playing with a guy and mm-hmm. uh he was like, Hey, hey, if if I win this will will you adopt me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's
2: telling me he doesn't have a dad and he's like he's like oh my God. <laughs> at the end he's like they win he's like we did it sign the paperwork i'm co- i'm moving in like in the type of thing it's like yeah it's pretty great he tries to steal a guy's girlfriend from him at one point which is pretty funny uh and he got another streamer he got another streamer to come in and pretend to be his mom and it was like them having some mother son time and uh he just kept making all these jokes about how she she's like hey can you go get me a drink and he's like yeah, do you want the do you want the red one or the? And he's like, like making it seem like, like she's just like an alcoholic, yeah. and <laughs> and this other guy that's in their party is just like, uh-huh, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> you want the red one or the one that makes yeah. you mean? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then, like towards the end of it, she's like, it, 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 part of the way through the interaction, he mentions something he, that he's gay or he has a boyfriend or something, and and uh, at the end. When the, when he's leaving, his mom, quote unquote, is like, "Okay, good luck with your wife." And he goes, "Mom," he says, "He has a boyfriend." You never listen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry,
2: I don't." <laughs>
3: like,
1: it's times. great. Anyways, so multiplayer games. Yeah, D and D, the I've movie. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've one time, I've one time had multiplayer in Destiny, only because you get stuff for the PVE side. But yeah, put my six year old niece on the headset while I was killing people and be like, say, you're not very good. You're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. That, <laughs> I got a lot of nasty comments. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of,
3: uh, I th- I know I've shown you the video, Randy. I don't know if I have shown it to you, Jeremiah. Um, it's the video of, it's, it's a guy named Justin Wong. He's like a super pro fight fighting game player. Like he's been playing for like 20 something years. He's the he's been the best in like multiple games, but he streams and he was playing Mortal Kombat Ten that has voice chat, and he paired up with this nine-year-old kid, maybe uh, <laughs> named like Wazler Fifteen or something like that, and uh, the kids like. Oh, Hey, hey! Do, do, are you? Do you have a? Do you have a mic? Can you? Can you talk? And <laughs> Justin Wong's like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, ooh! This is gonna be good. And he's already, already like talking to his chat, like, oh man, I know what I'm already about to do. And <laughs> the kid's like, oh man, you 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 pick jacks? I want to play jacks. Oh, oh, I'll play. I'll play Luke Kang. that will be fun. Uh, go, go go easy <laughs> on me. I, I'm just a kid. You gotta go easy on me. And <laughs> they get into the match, and Justin Wong like starts spamming like the equivalent of like a fireball in Street Fighter. Like, he's just like, Adokin, 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 and the kid's just doesn't know how to block. Like He's just getting hit. He's like, that's not fair. That's not fair. You're cheating. And Justin Wong's like, you, you got to learn. You're learning early, son. You're going to learn today. It's a real world. And the kid's like, oh, this is cheating. Is this all you ever do in your house? This...
0: Is this all you ever do at your
3: house? <laughs> I'll, I'll pull it up later. But
2: <laughs> okay, what is uh just to circle back to D and D a little back bit back here? To Not that we'd have to, but the game, know. the movie, the game, the movie. Legend. What is one of your favorite memories of either
1: DMing or playing D and D? The I mean the primary one I always think of is. What I, I was telling you about, even before we went and saw this movie, I was like, there's no way it's going to be, like, this cool. When uh, Randy had our party meet a group of mummers, uh, actors, who were mm-hmm. talking a big game, and then, like, our whole caravan that we were with came upon a group of, like, spiderlings or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, my character... It was like a big burly barbarian and intimidated that group uh cuz they were talking such a big game they were talking like they were better than even we were and i was like well we're going to go over there and help so you're coming too right big group of you know burly guys that you are you're you're going <laughs> to of course come help and you're going to wipe them all out right and then like uh Randy was like roll uh roll persuasion i was like i'm intimidating and he's like roll intimidation then i was like and i rolled like a nat 20 or something so he was like okay they follow you <laughs> and uh we didn't know they were actors yet until the fighting started yeah you caught them
2: in a lie and they're like uh yeah i guess i guess we have to go now because we've been talking
1: this And then, uh, yeah they all get like wiped out it's like slaughtered in like the first round but it's hilarious. Because, yeah,
2: in actuality, they're all just, like, four health commoners. They're commoners, yeah. No, <laughs> and so, like,
1: they die miserably. Except one who's just, like, battle-scarred and, like, <laughs> like, like, he's seen the horrors of war and he just, like, falls down in the middle of the field and just stares It doesn't move. He actually ends up living and then we're, like, I think I think Justin's character pulled a dagger off of like out of his pack and like gave it to him. It was like here, can you make your way back? <laughs> and, like tossed him the dagger. <laughs> oh, what incredible. That's wild. That was real good. Psst,
2: hey, this is Randy. Randy. I know this is future that Jeremiah. Was, we've and future never done Randy. this, but this is yeah, we're from the future. We're speaking to you in the past. <laughs> Uh, we just need to let you know something real quick. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode so far. But the rest of this episode we, is, yeah, we just, just kind of like, we love D&D a lot. Yeah, a lot And so we talk about it for a good amount of but time. But like our it, own D&D sessions. So, yeah, our own adventures that we've gone on. We're done talking and about the movie. if you, which we loved, by the way. We love the movie. If yeah, you haven't great. seen it, go see it. But, but we talked about it. We just, yeah. we. But it, that's the thing, is it gets us so excited about D&D yeah. that we couldn't help ourselves. <laughs> We had to talk about D and D, yeah. and so we will for a, a good bit. The, so the rest of the episode, the rest of the episode,
3: <laughs> we played D D like at least twice. At least so twice, we've got so a we lot a, of stuff to talk. talk we, about. We do. Right.
2: So uh, most of the stuff is, you know, stories from our own personal experience playing. So if you're into that and you want to hear our stories, which some of them are pretty funny, we mm-hmm. think so. Stay some too. of them are pretty intense and pretty serious. Uh, but yeah, stick around. But you know what? If but you're if not, you're, if you only came for the movie. If you're here for
1: that sweet movie content, then <laughs> that's done.
2: Then duck out now because
1: that's... <laughs> and your, either way, we love you. Thank you. Yep. Enjoy the rest. Uh,
3: one of my favorite things before I get into the memory is how like just the, the wide spectrum of emotions d d can like bring about like just absolutely dying mo- laughing moments like that. And then I actually like heartfelt, touching moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my favorite moment was, again, in my first Curse of Strahd campaign. It was a solo session with Caleb. Uh, Caleb was playing a lawful evil wizard throughout the campaign. Uh, he was he was for the party and stuff. Uh, no qualms with him. But he was kind of power hungry. Towards the end of the campaign, he made a deal with some, like, dark deities. It, it was them that he... Actually made a deal with Jeremiah, um, and what I'm that, experiencing them in our current campaign. <laughs> yeah, them them is um, them is bad. Them's bad. Them's evil. I think <laughs> <laughs> the deal required him to kill an NPC that they'd been friends with for a very very long time, and all throughout the campaign, Caleb knew it would lead up to that moment. It was originally going to be another player character. But he just ended up being closer to this NPC than he was any other character. So it was this one. So he invited the NPC that they were close to up a mountain, you know, not knowing that, you know, the NPC not knowing that he was going to be killed at the top of it. And describing Caleb and the NPC trekking up that mountain was one of my favorite moments. Just the music, and I could tell it was a hard moment for Caleb. And the way I set the scene and they got to the top of the mountain and Caleb had severe reservations, but ended up doing it. He said that like, you know, throughout the campaign, he knew it was coming. He was prepared. He was like, I'm going to have to do it. It is what it is. It's not going to be that big of a deal. But up until the moment where he casted like Thunderwave or something, he was thinking about turning around and walking away. And just that level of like, I don't know, just somebody getting that invested, you know, in it. I love um
1: or even like playing a character like they would do this but I don't I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> yeah 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 I mean that's like very last of us or uh, Bioshock for me yeah it's yeah. like okay they would do this but you're making me kind of <laughs> do it I don't want to
2: yeah that is something really cool about D&D that I do love as well it just uh,
1: opens up for so many oh Oh, <laughs> another favorite was uh, your last campaign,
3: <laughs> Saltmarsh.
1: When I made Clar the dwarf <laughs> sorcerer, I told you like exactly how tall he was, yep. and I told you how I was going to introduce myself. Yeah, the to Billy that was really good. <laughs> who was captain of the ship at the time, and I I came at Billy like I was angry, like he owed me money or something. Uh, well, I, I I actually I had told Billy like the new character I'm going to be. Knows you, you two were on a ship together, because Billy's character was, like, a pirate, too. So I was like, he's a pirate, uh, he knows you, you were best friends. And he's like, okay, cool, we're best friends. And then, uh, so when I comment to him in the session, I'm like, disguised as someone else, and I uh, was <laughs> <laughs> i was like where's so-and-so he owes me money where is he and like beat down the door and like storm in there and start like attacking him and billy's like trying not to fight back because and and billy the the person is at the table looking at me like this is your this is your character right you i know them right and he's like looking at caleb the dm he's like well, i can't remember his character's name uh but he was like he was like asking if his character my character knows this character, right? And you were like, No. And I was like, No. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're just guys, yeah. You'll know who this is. <laughs> and he was looking at me like, But this is your character. You said they were friends. And he was like trying not to attack my guy until eventually my guy like pushes him and like they do start kind of brawling, fighting. But he was like a barbarian, so he was gonna take it like like be like do a brawl brawly brawl, yeah and uh he like the first thing he said was uh i go to grapple him and you were like where he was like around his neck and i went mm, yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i disguised self and you can disguise self like up to a foot taller so when he went for my neck there was nothing there <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: And And then this whole scene
1: just played out like like perfectly. (laughs) And then Jeremiah was like, "Hey, I got you." (laughs) you And then Billy finally went, "Do I recognize this kid?"
3: I was like, "Yes." (laughs) Also, in your campaign, Castle Naritar. Narratar. Flying castle. That's uh, no. That's the castle. Neritaur is the one with the bullywugs and the yeah, that's uh, the frog folk. I can't remember the name of the flying Skyloft castle. It is sky something. Sky, obviously, flying, castle. flying uh, castle. That coming down and <clears throat> then just everything like sliding off and having to stay save Steven, our you know NPC friend, from mm-hmm. going off the edge, and Emily desperately trying to like you know fix it you know in mm-hmm. the tower with Blagothicus's wife. Um, it was really fun. Oh
1: man, yeah. When that turned over, I was like, "Who has the bag of holding? Just hold it above your uh, <laughs> You're
3: going
0: to get so, so
2: much." <laughs> okay, but if that's the thing. In yours, though, <laughs> yours played out differently than everybody else's. So I ran this campaign three for three different groups, and in yours, though, yeah, you like the horde of treasures at the very bottom, and like the dragon's it. hoard is there, yeah. and you there's the entire island, like floating island, flipped upside down. And so all the treasure, we had set it up so that like the treasure hoard like fed, uh, the tunnel fed into the base of a derelict tower that was completely boarded up. But they found a way to get to the top of this like 80 foot tower. Yeah. <laughs> and then climb down, not knowing that it was going to be connected to the treasure hoard. Yeah. But then while they were in there, uh, I don't remember actually what caused it, but the tower started to flip and uh, or the whole island uh, started to flip. There
1: was a vampire at the top who escaped. That's and right. flew off and started okay. to started doing, kill so, it
2: started. So, <laughs> okay. So yeah, they didn't know there was a vampire in the tower. <clears throat> so they, they flipped the whole thing over and I'm just like, in the moment, I'm just like, the treasure hoard is on the other end of this. And I they start describing like, yeah, you start hearing like shh, and, like, all these gold coins and stuff like that. So they're, like, hanging upside down in this tower and all that stuff as, like, gold is just pouring into, like, through the tunnels and then, like, shooting out of the roof of this tower and then just being spread across the ground. As they, like, you know, well, travel yeah, through like, the air. It's, it's like just a mile in the air it's like raining. Yeah, it's just, it's
1: just so it was
2: just a funny how they're, like, their concern is just like,
3: the treasure! We've
2: got to grab <laughs> like all this, Like, all this stuff is, like, the whole reason they're there is, like, just pouring <laughs> okay. out everywhere.
3: I went back and I read that Skyreach Re- Sky Castle. That yeah. was it, yeah. I read Skyreach Castle because I was prepping for my own flying castle at the end of mm-hmm. Saltmarsh. I didn't use, like, any of it. But I didn't realize how much was in
1: that. There yeah. was a vampire. Yeah. two red wizards of Thay were in there. Oh uh, yeah, we found them. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we attacked them, and they went. What are you doing? <laughs> and they and they just
2: floated off the edge. Yeah. Well, one of them did. The other, he left the other guy behind for you, but yeah, the uh, yeah. Well, maybe we that might have been the third campaign. The red wizards were very important for one group, but not really for the others. We so had yeah. one red was. wizard. Well, in w- yeah. Oh
1: wait, we had had the bard just died. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's when Will. Okay. Sedu- yes. Yeah, make, it, make it in
2: the chambers. <laughs> he went, the bard, as you do, went in and tried to seduce, uh, the dragon. To seduce a half dragon. <laughs> and f- roll the nat one and she killed him on the spot well like all the way up, with, up with, until like, that point he was rolling high and was it was great.
1: like it was like okay last roll here <laughs> we go roll for it <laughs> natural one she kills you <laughs> yeah well, i mean
2: yeah it wasn't like an instant like oh you rolled one so she kills you it was just like okay no, she just sees through it yeah. and she started combat yeah. and she was way higher level than him and she, and, and well, and she focused him, so. on him and
1: I don't know if she. It cast, was just him. Yeah, it was
2: only him in like her uh, bedroom, and that was it. People aren't so. gonna watch. Right? No, but we were we were like right out. I don't. Yeah. Remember you were outside if, the door. I don't remember yeah. who cast
1: darkness or what, but somehow darkness. Yeah. She's intent on murdering the bard who tricked her, and yeah. we're uh, we all intended on uh, murdering her, and we did. But <laughs> she killed him too. Yeah.
3: I love the way we dealt with that half dragon. Our group was it was me and I was a monk, an elemental monk and then someone, I think it might have been Cameron there as well, uh, we got her down to, like, a room that had an open window overlooking, you know, just the open sky. And she was like, what's the meaning of this? And I remember I cut her sword off of her belt because I knew Caleb would want it, and then I used Fist of Wind or something, and I punched her off the balcony. <laughs> nice. And that was that was the end of the fight. <laughs> Randy was like, you're, you're going to have to, like roll for that I was like oh okay I guess if I have to roll for it and then I rolled like a 21 or something and he was like yeah she goes off the balcony
1: <laughs> as, yeah as soon as we killed her I don't think I was getting a lot of stuff in that campaign but it, everyone would loot before I did but then for her I was like I loot I loot first I loot I loot her I loot first <laughs> and it was like you get this artifact level item and she has another one and I was like oh man I'd feel bad if I got two. So uh-huh. I gave the sword to uh-huh. the fighter in the group. And then every time he used it, I was like, What the
3: sword? <laughs> it's, it's, I oh. mean, it's a freaking good sword. It's the Hazarod. she have so. the mask that you had? Yeah. yeah. Ah.
1: So uh, but she then, the black dragon. But mask. then because because she killed our bard, we we like had his dead body and we like go into the next room and it's two red wizards and we're like, Wizards. Hey, do either of you know how to resurrect a dead body? And then they just leave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Why are you here? Leave us alone. So one of my, am going to try not to get into like a long story because yeah. there's always there's always build up and things like that. So, I don't know. I have so many good memories of D&D. Yeah. It's hard to pick any particular one. But there was one that was sort of like a side mission. I was just kind of bored of the main storyline. And so I had the characters sort of stumble into this place that is called the old mill and we spent three sessions there and it was like one of my i think maybe some of my most favorite times building like just playing DD as a, as a dm because the, the characters they needed to be there for certain reasons but there was just so much intrigue going on because there was a red wizard staying there and one of the players was potentially like secretly working with the res wizard but like against their will in a way and all this stuff was going on uh, but in the middle of all that, it was just this fun little place. It was like, uh, there's a place in California called Casa de Fruta, which is like <laughs> a a roadside tourist trap, okay? It's just got, like, a little marketplace, and it's got a little train, and it's got a little petting zoo, and it's got all these things. And so I just made Casa de Fruta this place, but, like, a little <laughs> more legit. Yeah. And so when I told oh, – I was playing with all friends from California, I mentioned – I was like, it's Casa de Fruta. And all of them were like, oh, they all just understood immediately, like, what this place was. <laughs> And you go inside, and there there's this talk about an auction that's going to happen in one day. Like you just you just arrives, and um, everyone's like, "Oh, okay. Well, it's going to be up. Well, we have three like magic items that we we do this like every so often when when we have adventures come in and sell us things. We do an auction, and and so they were getting prepared for the auction, but they were also buying lots of fun things, and they end up ended up coming with like a up with a character that was sort of on the fly which ended up being like a wizard who wasn't very good so he like ran the shop that sold potions and things yeah and um he did you know basic level wizard stuff like oh i can uh disenchant this thing and i can also like he can become slightly blurry i can exactly i can do that kind of stuff (laughs) (laughs) and um at one point they have this like they had this thing where They sold potions in like packs and they had a like a random like $5 grab bag
0: of potions and you didn't know
2: what they were. You just like you just got yeah, you get three random potions for five bucks, something like that. Anyways, one of the players got it and then it was fun coming up with like what were those potions going to do because he would just be like he would find himself in a situation where he didn't quite know the solution and he was like I take one of the potions. And so for me, it was fun to be like, okay what's the craziest thing that could happen right now? And and so there was just all kinds of fun things yeah. that happened and it all happened during the auction. Like everything like built up to this auction and this is silly, but I know one, like one of the potions ended up giving him like intense diarrhea. Um, <laughs> and they, you know, they're in the middle of the auction. He can't move. It's all this yep. stuff's happening. Yeah. But then there was a bunch of other stuff that happened. Yeah. And then, Making sure that the three items were things that the players would want, but that other characters wanted as well. Yeah. To, like, get them to, like, bid on things. And then eventually, like, some of the players didn't bid, but they made note of who had it so they could follow them afterwards. (laughs) Like, all this stuff. So, it just made it, like, that whole three sessions was just so much fun.
3: Yeah. Nice. But. That, and uh, then
2: that it ended with their favorite NPC getting literally dragged into hell by a red wizard. That's
0: right. <laughs> uh, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, but
2: like there's so many, like because of where everybody is and their perspective on the situation, half the party thought that one guy, one character in the party, like let it happen, which he kind of did. Yeah. It's always. And geek. then he runs into the, the old mill. And this is literally like, cause I, I like to improv, not come up with the whole session on the fly, but like, in the moment, I like to like leap at things that I'm like, I don't know where this is going to take us, but it could be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I don't have a plan for it, I'm going, to, I'm going to say yes because it could be exciting. And <clears throat> there was a moment where the Red Wizard opened up a portal and he went through it. And the player that like let the other guy die and then comes, runs into the building and, he, see, and he's, he asks me, he says, is the portal still up? And I hadn't even thought about if it was or not because the smell just lets him go through and he goes through and it's done. Yeah. But he's like, is the portal still up? And I'm just like, yes.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> always, like,
3: always the best. Because
2: I'm like, this. Uh-huh. Coo- this is going to change everything if he follows him through this portal. And I was like, and I'm down for it. And it was so much fun. Like it was him going through and then everything that happened afterwards. And we had him like, return in a situation where they were all like the party split at that point yeah and later on they were in like Waterdeep or Baldur's gate i can't remember and they were in the library trying to do some research and in a little like offshoot room there was a portals for beginners class <laughs> happening <coughs> and it's like everyone can see it through like a glass window yeah. but so like there's beginners trying to like figure out how to cast portals and things like that and at some point a portal opens where like he's coming out of it from where he's been and um the portal opens up in someone else's body and like he's like crawling through and this person's getting ripped apart by this portal and all these students are just like "Ah!" and ultimately ultimately the whole thing ends in like absolute bloodshed and they're completely banned from the library (laughs) forever um it's just like Ooh, yeah. for, for ruining the portals <laughs> for beginners class,
1: you're his fault. Yeah. Pan from the premises. Yes.
3: Yes. moments. Anyways, it was just it was just yeah. great. So. Moments like, hey, is the portal still open? Are yeah. like the best. Like yeah. it's it's moments like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when you prep like an encounter of like wolves in the woods. Uh-huh. You know, just just for your your players while they're on the road, and you're like you hear howling in the distance as night falls, and one of the players are like, oh no, is it a
1: full moon? And you're like. <laughs> It is now.
0: It is now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes.
3: Uh, yeah. I, Jeremiah, did I Jeremiah? Did I tell you about my favorite NPCs that I've ever made? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. It's for my strict saving campaign it's going on right now. The party's getting ready to play Mage Tower, which is like a magical version of Capture the Flag. It's it's pre- it's pretty fun time. I'm excited about it. But they were going to register their team and stuff. Mm-hmm. And after they registered their team, they're pretty notable students on campus. They had just gotten back from saving another student from like a swamp who had been trapped there for a few months. But they register and then they turn around and they're met with a rival mage tower team. The leader, he's kind of like got long hair. He looks like he thinks he's the stuff, you know, and uh, he's got like a North London or gangster accent or something He's like, hey, you trying to step to us here, or something like that. <laughs> And he's like, hey, the name's what? What is his name? I can't remember his name. Iceman. Iceman's his name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so he's like, yeah, this is the Iceman. You don't step to the Iceman and walk away unscathed. And uh, he introduces his homies. He intru- he's got like Burnout, which is a Tabaxi, <laughs> uh, Indo, which is a Thrikeen one of the races from Spelljammer, the Mantis people. He's got Teflon Don, (laughs) which is a dwarf with a nonstick grill and uh, Johnny Sausage, which is a bugbear. I'm really excited to play this team in Mage Tower. Like I'm so excited. They couldn't stop making fun of them for good reason, you know? Uh, Almost, I've, I've never cared forgot. much for
2: bugbears, but now that I know that there's one named Johnny Susan, <laughs> it's like, yep, I want to meet him. I, <laughs> uh, I
1: almost forgot the first session I DM'd with you guys. I had a, a double headed creature called an Etten oh, who yeah. was arguing. Yeah, that's
0: right. He <laughs> arguing with himself. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs>
1: They they came upon this magical cave and they started just being dumb and one, only one of them started worshipping it and then like goblins started gathering around worshipping with him. You but were running other, that session. Yeah. That's right. But his, oh man. But his other head didn't believe the religion that the other one had made up.
3: I don't know how I came up with this. It's incredible. And like, wasn't it the religion that
1: Jared made? Yeah, well, that was uh, uh, to get past him. You either had to fight him or convince him to get out of the way. And uh, Jared's character walked up and he did something that was a cantrip. He
3: did a bunch of illusions and stuff. And I I broke
1: the fourth wall as uh, one was George, one was Rupert. Uh and uh george the the non-believer george was like he's gonna have to do something more than a (laughs) country and rupert was like praise me praise me as uh jared did stuff and he like turned invisible and started doing like all this mystical stuff and then uh made the non-believer immediately convert it was like, what would you have us do? What is, and then it was, it was like, <laughs> what is your name? And then Jared goes, Karen, <laughs> one of Jared's best
3: moments
0: for sure. Yeah, I was D- like, "Oh, Karen, great and
1: mighty, what would you have us do?" And then he's like, "Go spread the word, Karen." And Jared like, "Go far the, to the sea." Off the cuff, comes up with a list of like demands and like he he literally says like, "Go far to the sea and spread thy word." And then <laughs> like they all just sort of stood there and went like, "Yeah, okay." And then Jared went. No
0: leave.
1: Oh, that was real good. Gosh. I
3: sometimes I miss like being a green D D player. <clears throat> like there was a moment in like your campaign, like when I was like invisible and sneaking around. Uh, first time playing D&D in a campaign and mm-hmm. I snuck in on a Red Wizard of Thay's conversation while invisible mm-hmm. and after the conversation was over the Red Wizard of Thay was like come out now and I was like <laughs> oh shoot you can kid-
0: <laughs> what no
3: way no, no one's strong enough You're to see me to while, while invisible
1: <laughs> and I, I miss that feeling you know um, and the next thing I ran Billy did a uh, Billy challenged that boat captain oh yeah to a fist fight <laughs> and I was like there's no way you win and he barely, barely won, won but every, like everyone of the table was just like no yeah no and then he would roll and be like I got an 11 and it's like plus anything plus 3 she rolled a 12 minus 1 yeah, and we, and then, <laughs> we played D&D for like 6 hours that day dude
3: that was one of the most Oh and that combat with the dolls it was dude.
1: creepy, yeah. I told I, him to play music if he had any.
3: I don't know where where I found that track.
1: But uh it was it, like uh it was like this oh. hellish purgatory kind of area where it was like little like flying fairies that just stabbed the crap out of you and poisoned you. Oh man. And it was uh but they would hide and they were like in a giant room with like a thousand of these toys that yeah. looked like the fairies. So they were hiding like on the <laughs> shelves. Yeah. And he played some kind of track where every once in a while I'd be like,
0: (laughs) 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 and it was always at like
1: the weirdest, (laughs) most opportune time. It'd be like, uh, okay, okay, the one of them goes and stabs you and fail the poison save. (laughs) Okay, that's (laughs) great. Oh,
3: that was a good session. It was real good. We're probably going to get to play more Horde. Oh, I've told Randy this. I haven't told you, Jeremiah. I've had something in D&D happen that I've never, I've never seen before. I was playing. <laughs> the party got TPK'd outright.
1: Everyone died. I mean, we almost did. When? That's the key, Almost. I'm sure, I'm sure we were fudging numbers, so Billy kept us alive. When we, and it was right like as we were introducing him, so he had no reason to keep us
3: alive. Oh my! I forgot about that encounter too. Yeah, that was. The, close. It was just um, a
1: whale from a banshee that knocked every single. We all failed to save. It's amazing, but uh,
3: yeah, this it's a statistical anomaly. I've never seen. I've seen people roll that bad, like an individual in a combat encounter nobody rolled above a 16 that entire fight dude like uh, it sounds like me <laughs> I like <laughs> it what we were fighting one guy we were level six Caleb the DM revealed the stats to us at the end he had 75 HP and 15 AC dude we were th- it. we were three level sixes and an NPC we, <laughs> So <it shouldn't> have <laughs> been. yeah we like I like yeah there were so many status effects being thrown around. I got stunned and I've got a minus two intelligence and it's an intelligence stave for that specifically to get unstunned and I rolled two zeros in a row.
2: <laughs> I do okay, so speaking of killing players, we you two were in this experiment. We tried doing the play by post thing. Yeah. I so I literally, really I really like that character I made too. Oh, I, I mean, I and I want to I play Doug the deep so. Oh, he's um, so cool. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> a car. that opening encounter, which is just literally that's like the basic, that's the beginner adventure. Okay, it's meant to introduce new players to the thing, but yeah. I like it. It's a good campaign. I wanted to run, or a good adventure. I wanted to run it, and it just opens with like you know an ambush by goblins. Plastic. It's not meant to be difficult, but I, I had kickstarted Matt Colville's monster book okay and he was releasing packets of monsters as you go and he introduced goblins in first and i was like these goblins are awesome like they're super cool they're a little more challenging they have a little bit more character and spice to them yeah and so i wanted to i was like this is a great these are all experienced D &D players like this is normally a boring session i have two players who know exactly what's going to happen in this adventure because they played it and they both run it so i was like I need to throw some something different at him, okay? Yeah. And that'll be that'll be good. So I like put like two little goblin minions on the ground and then one like goblin sniper, so a guy with a bow in the trees. Okay. It was only 3. It was only 3. Oh my god. And you guys get out there Wasn't and there it's like you there's a little yeah, but it's like a 1 HP little bat thing. Oh, okay. It just has a good ability, but it's easy to kill.
3: Oh, gosh. Um, I like I sent, like, 2d10 damage to that thing to kill it. <laughs>
2: well, okay, then maybe it's not 1hp. But anyways, it's not super hard to, to kill it. But the uh, – it's just, like, the encounter opens with, like, one of the experienced character, like, players, like, going in and knowing exactly what they're getting into, so they confidently roll in. And I, I swear I did not do this on purpose – I just rolled oh, a crit. Like right the, yeah. I rolled a crit with the sniper and I didn't pay any attention to how much HP the player had. And I just said, this is how much damage it does. And then I looked at their health and I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I just down. literally, oh, no. he just immediately <laughs> killed him. <laughs> and so I just, I don't know. I just thought that was, I, I saw it, realized my quote unquote mistake and was just like, no, we're going to go with it. We're going to just, this yeah. is the, like, This things are different. That's the, the message. Here we go. Anyways, he texted me later and thought it was funny. I was just like, yeah. you thought you knew this encounter?
1: You're dead. <laughs> I think it was a
3: fun combat. What do you think about that? Maybe it's the play-by-posts, but it was a really fun combat encounter because I feel like everything was flavored really well. Like, yeah. me and uh, Cade in the cart, mm-hmm. uh, we had some fun dynamics going going around with, you know, the light that was flashing us yep. and
1: I was I was hiding under the cart trying to get sneak attack. Yeah, yeah. And I I think I crit it like I critted him back because he critted the barbarian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, No, I was like I "I crit something. I (laughs) crit. I
2: I replaced all the that whole first like we never even got to that
3: the last room Mm
2: and
0: that
3: the I think it's there's like a bugbear or
1: something. There's supposed
0: to
3: be. There's not.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a baby dragon. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh God.
2: Chance, hey, he's real like, chappers. He's re, real uh, <laughs> He's real chubbers. No, but I wanted to replace every character in that whole first encounter just to yeah. throw the experienced players yeah. off a little bit and then add an edge because everybody knows what they're doing and you yeah. guys are min-maxing a little, you know, yeah. not, not always, but a little bit. So I wanted to be like, we all right. some high stats. You just
3: know, sure. you know what to pick. So, yeah. but, um. I remember so, yeah, my was, first time playing D anD D. It was that adventure. You were test running it for your oh yeah, your right. campaign with the old people. With um, the old people, yeah. <laughs> uh, Randy, so Randy like volunteers in an old folks home, and he was he was, <laughs>
0: he, was, he, was,
2: he, was uh, he was
3: running a D anD D campaign.
2: I rolled a what? I just wanted to. I wanted to play D anD D with people who were older than me. Yeah, who had you wouldn't normally think of people who would play D&D. And so I grabbed... It seemed like a fun group. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. I grabbed uh, a few people, and we played a few sessions. And, uh, like, they weren't old people, but yeah. they're just, like, they're older, older <laughs> than me. and <laughs> Middle-aged-ish. Um, but it was uh, it was my father-in-law. It was actually Caleb's dad. Yep. And a friend of mine know. named Ben Paulding. And all three of them played very differently. Like, they very different styles. Like, yeah. Caleb's dad, Shannon, is, like, was very much into, like... Stats in the deep. I mean, you played yeah. with him, Jeremiah, so you know yeah. how he plays. So he was like that, but like figuring out the game. Yeah. And then my father in law was just like amazed at everything that happened. <laughs> like not at all. Every all the rules were just like, nope, this is way over my head. Like I don't, you know. But he was he yeah. was there for it. He was like, this is crazy. I love this, you know. And then Ben was all about like
3: acting, like love, being in character. <laughs> I'd Love to play with and Poland, um, dude. So Gosh. that was that's, that's <laughs> such a good time. It was a.
2: <laughs> It was a, it was fun. They were yeah. the The best part about it was that they were down. Like they were like, you know what? This is more complicated than I would like, but hey, you know what? It's fun. And so yeah, so we played. I don't remember how many sessions we played for, but we they got to
3: the fight at the end with the bugbear.
2: They did, but we actually went past that. We nice, got into to the, the, the town, and they ended up going to another like dungeon, quote unquote, cool, and doing
3: some stuff Thank there. You. But yeah, that
1: Small. was in one. That was the know. first time I'd ever
3: played when you were test running that. Uh, I was like 15 at the time. I literally mm. couldn't drive. I had to leave the session early because my dad was here to pick oh, me up. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. And I was playing a lawful good paladin. I remember we had pre-made character sheets. Mm-hmm. It was a lawful good paladin. And I was killing those goblins left and right that filth would not withstand like my sight. Uh-huh. And eventually... Right. <laughs> <rhymed>. We... <laughs> <laughs> eventually we came upon a clearing where we rested and uh, severely shortly I was bested <laughs> <laughs> a goblin uh, a goblin came in and uh tried to get the jump on us but i can't think of another rhyme uh, i pulled out my bow and it was like injured and hobbling away after a short fight i think and i was going to shoot it will was like i grab his bow because i was being a murder hobo <laughs> and will was like hey What's your name and what's going on here? And the name was the goblin's like my name's Boblin the Goblin or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, Bob. And it was in, in <laughs> sounds that, like
1: something I did. <laughs> It was in that moment I realized. You're like yeah, that was me. <laughs> oh, these
3: aren't just monsters. <laughs> 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 I was like, what have I done?
1: <laughs> yeah, my hands are covered in blood.
3: Oh no, not a paladin wouldn't do that. No. Well, and then the next
2: time we actually play together is when you play as a tortac. Tortac. The tortle, and, turtle and uh, like. You're just like, yeah, I got this. And then you accidentally murder a child in like our first session. <laughs> That's true. And you're traumatized literally for the rest of the campaign. First it's session, like, oh, like
3: no. first session, a kobold is holding a child at knife point. And I'm like, I got this. Flip it. <laughs> it's a cl- classic hostage scenario where the kobold's behind the child. Like, Throw my yikolawa and uh, skewer this, the child uh, in the <laughs> chest. So I'm like, Dear God. The child's mother, thankfully, no hard feelings. No, yeah, because she's after dead. you, oh, you through that yikwa? Yeah. No, oh, she Chris. wasn't dead at the I time. She came on an adventure with us, and I then got her killed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, that was later. I wrecked that family. <laughs>
0: that, was a, oh my God. <laughs> that,
3: that was a villain origin story for uh. those kids. <laughs> I'll
0: murder that
1: turtle with the last thing I do.
2: I do remember, this is a dumb one, but I remember there was like the mayor in that particular town mm-hmm. and he has a dwarf who's like his like second in command. And in our campaign, Matthew Wilcox, who's like the guy who only plays rogues yep, that's uh, a, and steals rogue everything that he can <laughs> steal, steals like this guy's ring of keys, okay? And ah, he's got yeah. like keys to the city. So he steals the ring of keys. And then it just turned into this like, running gag of this character never having the keys when he needs them. <laughs> and um Matthew just never revealing that he has the keys and it always being awkward and uncomfortable for this character. Cause he's like trying to like do work for his boss and yeah. the boss is just, like, why haven't you done this
1: thing? And he's just like, I,
2: I, uh, I can't find my keys. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you can't uh, tell your boss that. I mean, yeah. But um, I think Matthew in our campaign at the beginning in like the very first, place stole that guy's keys that's, that's what on i'm talking it. yeah that's the exact that's the one i'm talking about scenario. oh okay, okay yeah yeah In the i don't remember there were, being a dwarf
2: but he stole them from the dwarf that's who okay it, so. yeah escobar
1: escobar yeah. yeah that was it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i
2: don't know there's like so i want i know we're talking a lot about stuff right now but that's fine whatever we're having fun <laughs> i could literally talk about D on that long we could, we're gonna um, do it a whole D s- four hour session we yeah.
1: talk about D.
2: There's two memories I want to bring up just because they they tap into a little bit of like what you were talking about, how, yes, there's lots of funny memories and th- a plan gone wrong, stuff, you know, whatever. But you, your memory with your solo session with Caleb where he's like taking this person up a mountain yeah. and how you can kind of have these like real emotional beats happen in, in a story. So this isn't exactly like that intense, but when we when you guys ran your investigative like mystery adventure which we never yeah. finished but we got like we were play testing one that you guys worked on together yeah. i had created a character that was a detective he was a necromancer in a place where magic was basically outlawed and he's not a good detective or he doesn't believe he is his whole thing was like yeah he's gonna have a coming of age story of like where it's like you were good at it all along or whatever but his whole thing is that he his dad was a great detective but my character happens to be a good necromancer and so after his father passed, he took over the family business to help support the family debt and all that stuff and pay off all the debt, uh, support his mother, not support the debt.
3: And The dad is The dad
2: is the investigator. Yeah. He passed away. Yeah. So my character, whenever he has a mystery to solve, he takes copious amounts of notes and asks a lot of questions. And then later we'll return to the scene when no one's around and then bring his father's like spirit back to life he actually i think i brought him back yeah as a ghost so brought him back as a ghost and we will then let my dad like you know have the run of the crime scene and like he'll ask me questions that he like did you ask about this did you ask about that and I, i give him all my notes and that's kind of the dynamic is my dad actually solves the case for me but i'm the one that has to like kind of do the dirty work to get it all make it all happen and stuff well it just happened that Billy, one of the other players we've talked about tonight, uh, <laughs> that was, that knew was that something was up, and I, I didn't know like as a as me, Randy, in the session, I had not played with Billy before. I like Billy as a person. I've done, I've mean, I hung out with him before, but it was just like in the session, I was like, man, he really like wants to know my secret, like because none of you guys knew exactly what was going on at the time. Yeah, you just knew that I was hiding something. And your characters wouldn't know, but Billy was kind of playing it like real close to (laughs) like, he was walking that line between like Billy knows something up. So he's going to like, make sure that his character figures it out. And I was like, okay, this is, I was a little bit annoyed at first. I was like, this is kind of annoying. Like he wouldn't know this stuff. It's like, I don't want my secret to be out in like session one. Like, it's just like, it was kind of boring. I was wanting it to come out later on and be more, you know, dramatic or whatever. But then eventually I was like, okay, you know what? This is fine. We'll just we'll just go with it. If he figures out it's okay. And Billy, like, I think Billy had an idea of how he wanted to play it. And so he was he really wanted to find out my secret, like whatever it might be. And in him finding it out and then how he played his character after that was like one of the most like enjoyable <laughs> role-playing experiences that I've ever had. Yeah. Because it like it forced it made my story instead of this like loner who just has this secret and is hiding it, it then became this it just jump started my character's journey to like being like you know, growing essentially, yeah. Yeah. and now instead of it being a lone journey, it was with this annoying little like <laughs> gnome a little or whatever, like, like a little halfling. And he's always like, wing, and wing, he's nudge, always nudge, like, We're I best got friends, your back, right? like yeah. I, you, I, your secret's safe with me, like genuine. <laughs> yeah. But like in a way that it's like he's naive and yeah. uh, like he's my guy's super. Beans, yeah, he's gonna yeah. spill the beans at some point. He's gonna mess things up. But he's like, no, no, I got this. Wink, wink. Yeah, all that <laughs> stuff. And it was like. The dynamic couldn't have been better, and so I just really enjoyed. Well, and then that. around around that me, I of. was playing like an old grizzled yeah. guy
1: <laughs> who didn't want to be there. Yeah. But once once Billy started acting weird around you, mm-hmm. I was like, "What are those two doing?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You're like, I've got this other mystery song. The mystery donut song is what is going. on. Oh yeah, yeah. He's so, he's so like like dumb lucky that it, like anytime. Yeah, he's like, oh, I I got that solved. That's yeah. nothing. That's easy. Yeah. yeah. So he was figuring
3: out what you two were doing. Yeah. yeah. So your dad in that, I based off of my real life landlord. Okay. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the vibe I was going for. That's that funny. like, hey, hey, hey there, bud. How's it going? Uh, hey, how's your spiritual life? Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Um,
2: thanks, um,
1: Randy's dad. <laughs> thanks. <laughs>
2: Uh, and then the other one was when I was actually playing one, which is very rare these yeah. days. I, I mean, I am playing with you guys now, but I don't play that often as a player. I tend to run them. You guys know that I don't actually, I don't play that much because I don't really like playing that much. I like DMing and playing to me. I don't know. It just not, is not as fun as running the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was playing with a friend who was running a, uh, an interesting campaign. And it was sort of like a, um,
3: was it the Groundhog Day It one? was the Groundhog yeah. Day
2: one. So every day we went back to the beginning of the day and we had to figure some stuff out. It was very good. He he created the whole thing himself. It was very fun. It was like loosely based on Majora's Mask, um, like I've, how the whole <laughs> campaign was yeah, set up. Them. And Zelda, for those of you who don't know yep. what Majora's Mask is. but um, Great game. Uh, I was playing a fighter. I had made my person very good at shooting things from a distance, and that was it. That's literally all I did. I wrote down the exact order that I needed to do all my moves. And every, every single combat, I was like, okay, uh, I shoot them from a distance. And I would usually kill things pretty easily because I was just very good at it. Yeah. And so mechanically, my, my character was boring. But the character himself was very interesting to me. So it was someone who was like wrestling with their faith. Uh, not just wrestling with their faith, but their, the, he used to be a, a priest. And his god was actually killed. And when in d you know, priests, like they, they get their power from, or clerics, I guess, uh, they get their power from a god. And so if his god is dead, he has no more powers. So he literally like f- one day is no longer able to like cast any healing magic. And his father is like a f- passed down from his father. He sees his father struggle with this stuff. And um, their mother dies to, a, his mother dies to a disease. And his father's not able to heal her. Like all this stuff happens and it just tears his family apart. And so he becomes sort of like a, he's good at hunting. And so he takes that and uses it to make money as sort of like a a bounty hunter. He goes and he's like, all right, I'm going to like just use my skills now that I have and just live a lone life, you know, and he gets wrapped up in this adventure. But the, the cool thing that I want to get into is not just like his cool backstory that I came up with. Good job for me. Uh, was how the my friend who DM'd the session incorporated my story into the bigger story. He just made like it was such a fun adventure to go through, where my character was able to go through like a really fulfilling spiritual journey of like finding like hope after all that. And I like I, I can't get into all the ways that it happened, but yeah. it, it they my friend his name's Jonathan. He did a
3: great job. True. And uh, did you guys finish that? We did. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was good. It ended very well. But yeah, that's awesome. I'm really excited to see uh, how your current character pans out. You know me too. Uh, we'll yeah, see, so how that
1: goes. similar. Well, as uh, far as yeah, I know, kind of. Yeah, don't, he is. do <laughs> I'm not gonna me. tell you. I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah. we're we're playing. Uh, Caleb's DMing both of us and Curse of Stroud right now, and we're uh, all of us are kind of playing our characters very secretly. Real cagey. Again. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, stuff's, Yeah, we've only really, like, we've gotten into Jared's character a lot, especially with the winery yeah, and him yeah. coming from there. And we've gotten into my father a little bit, you know.
1: With, yeah, uh, but we don't know you. And yep. I don't know if you think you know my character, but you don't. So, uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I really don't. I'm, I'm, I'm like
2: every time, like I still don't even understand why you change your name every day. I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to try. So the like, greatest like. thing about this
3: is everyone has like come to me at some point and be like, do you think other other people know like my thing? And I'm like, everyone's got their own stuff. On <laughs> they, 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 they cannot worry about your stuff. <laughs> So, Will, you know, Will joined late, and I wasn't entirely sure what to do with his character. Uh, Will didn't really, he was like, eh, don't give me, like, I don't need a super deep backstory, I just want to play D&D. I was Uh like, okay, cool. But I still want to do something, so I thought it'd be funny just to have Strahd not know who he was. I I know all of you. That was (laughs) the end. Who are you? uh, I know why you're here. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm excited to see how both of you guys' characters turn out. And we've got we've still got stuff to learn about uh, Jared's character too.
1: Yeah. So. I will say I've come to Caleb several times and gone the the group trusts me too much. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked so I've talked about that. Well, I mean, I have no reason not
2: to. Like yeah. you're super you're super sweet. Your character's like right. super nice. Except when that one time, like I kept trying to fight and you kept trying to pick me up and fly me out of the battle. That was that like, was a little turn bit
1: turn around. Around, that, girl, that was back. a little bit of a tonal dissonance there. I, I, I have major image a major illusion now, so we can pretend we're a dragon. Perfect. No, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, I've talked about that with so Caleb. In the last Curse of stride, he was with the party, but he wasn't entirely for the party. He had his own motives, and he sure. even, like, a few times did things to the detriment of the party for himself. We had a few solo sessions in there. That was a really good campaign for solo sessions. I had solo sessions with, I think, everybody, and it was yeah. just a great time. But there were things that he just couldn't explain. Like, he'd go missing for days on end, on end and then he'd come back, and an important NPC would be dead. And they'd be like, what happened? And he was like, uh, uh this, uh, th- I was just gone over here doing this thing. And they'd be like, cool. I right, mean, that's cool. Nice. <laughs> and I think they just, they trusted him because he was a player. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh, that's a, f- he can't think of a good reason. Uh-huh. Uh So it's fine. But,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. trust the other players. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever do anything. I don't think it would be fun to do party detrimental stuff i don't think your character would do party detrimental stuff but but you guys trust me way too much
3: <laughs> i don't see okay i mean obviously we're getting into <laughs> to our own campaign
2: our no pre- one cares yeah, about yeah. this no, no okay. one cares. <laughs> my whole thing is like look we all have like the thinnest thread that is uniting us and that is that we all want strahd like out of the way in some form or another yeah i think not because like I, my character could literally care less about Strahd. I just don't want to be strapped in this town. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so, um, like, um, but like other people are like, you know, like Shannon's character has like, he's pretty invested in yeah. like, you know, Strahd not being around Jared's characters obviously got some pretty big connections as well we'll see what happens with Will. And then I have no idea with yours, but like, yeah. So like, truthfully, I don't even know. Like my character's <laughs> like, not <Look> <laughs> like we're like, we're connected. And I think we're all like, because, but we, but by, by the tiniest thread, like it's yeah. like, yeah. I feel like I, at any moment that something could break and then we could, we'll have to figure out where to go from there. But we're also like coming together because of
3: the experiences yeah. that we're sharing. That so. was one of my favorite things about mm-hmm. the last campaign is that like last curse of Strut campaign yeah. is that no spoilers. The the book kind of just assumes everyone wants to kill Strahd. Mm. Uh, so I was like, I don't think everyone will, at least not at first. So with the last campaign and even this campaign to an extent, you guys are here and you guys want to leave, so you have to kill Strahd. Mm-hmm. So that's what's driving the plot forward. But all of you guys have something important in Barovia to discover, you know, um, mm-hmm. which is fun. It's almost like a fate, you know, brought you here or something. You know, fate's a big, big thing, you know. um, Big theme in it. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. And then it turns into a murder. It's almost like Strahd's not even, like, the important part. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a great NPC. He's got a lot of depth to him, things to discover about him. But everyone has their own
1: things to go through in Barovia. Yeah, well, I think in a way, I mean, this might not be the ultimate end of it, but from what I'm getting out of the story and how they wrote it. He's a stand-in for fate or defying fate. That, that can be a, a way of looking at it. Uh, he's desperately trying to defy fate. Yeah. You
3: guys definitely, you know a lot more at the dinner party session than my other party did at the dinner party session. Mm. Uh, you guys got a lot of information <clears throat> out of yeah, out I Yeah, dude, I was
1: throwing... Who knows how much of it's real? All of the darts I... <laughs> <laughs> the dartboard. I was but, like, yeah. Strad. What about? <laughs> what about? A? What about? B. What about? Philosophy. What about? Gods. What about? Fate. What about?
3: <laughs> I also like the bit of you got like him taking her up to the balcony and seeing all the you know the train of ghosts marching up to the castle. That was cool. That's a that's a
1: fun scene. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and the, yeah. And it makes me feel like his curse. It's just, it's just his own made up. Yeah, like, like he's not even really cursed. It's just he. It's made, just a he self-fulfilling it curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, if yeah. anything.
3: Are we playing Sunday? I think that was the plan. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
2: We love D D. It's great. Yeah, love it. Love, love playing the movie. it. Movie. Love watching it. Love watching other people play it. Yep. <laughs> love watching Critical Role play. I love just thinking about it. You know, like thinking the real about playing D&D. happens
3: away from the table. As It's true.
2: I've had a lot of fun working. I mean, Caleb and I have only met like twice and we've just been brainstorming and throwing ideas out, but every idea has been fun to like, as soon as like he tosses an idea my way, I tweak it and then toss it back. Yeah. And it's been a good time. And we have like, I've never created my own campaign. I usually take the skeleton of something else and then tweak it and make it my own. Uh, I've never done anything from the ground up. And so, it is fun. Yeah. It's fun. It it's a lot it's going to be a lot of work, but there's some like already significant th- things that we've done that are going to make it feel different than anything else that I've ever yeah. played or run before, which is really exciting. That's so.
3: Awesome. Yeah. Making Detective Adventure was really good as well. And yeah. everything in Curse of Strahd that you guys are playing now has gone through Caleb. Like I'm constantly bouncing ideas off of. Nice. Thanks you Caleb.
1: You want to have fun? You want to have more fun this Christmas than you've ever had? Oh, Make yeah. your family play D anD D, dude. <laughs> my, you say you think it's gonna be fun. I my, my family, ha, I ha, can't. None get of them had to, ever played. The only way I got them to even do it was to say, "This is literally my present." Yeah, so you're gonna sit. Maybe down, I'll do that. You're this gonna time sit down around. for four hours. My family is so
2: like against magic, and it they mm. think it's evil. They don't have to play magic. And it's like, well, no, I know, but there's, there's just any monsters. My monsters, I they mean, look like the devil, so it's like... And do you know, like, like
1: D&D light financing. and have them to where they're just like, you know, do a detective adventure. Well, honestly, the setting.
2: one that you gave me, what was that? With like a spider or something like that in the basement. The, a potion, uh, the potion, yeah, uh, potion? The potion. Potion yeah. 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 That one I thought would be pretty safe. But again, it can be really hard to like get my family to sit down and watch a movie and have them pay attention. Yeah. So, I mean, I literally had them do it like and have, say it
1: was... Like a year in advance, I said my present next year is you playing D D with yeah. me. All right. I could try it. I would I think <laughs> I now, would enjoy but that. But now they're but like it would be every really single one of them went, This is a thing from now on. Every <laughs> every time we're together, we're doing this. Okay. Uh it recently started playing
3: Dungeon Road with my family. I started running nice. Dungeon World and they're having a good time. Yeah. My father, experienced player, you know, so he's yep. he's having a good time. My sister really likes it, surprisingly. My little brother's a crackhead playing an emulator. <laughs> you know, uh, he's having a great time, and my mother doesn't know what's going on half the time, but she's there for it. Nice. Uh, Everybody loves D and D. So she and, or Dungeon. Yeah. Katie died. <laughs> she was there, and she died. She died as an alligator on her back. She was wiggling around. Oh no! <laughs> you know, and a bunch of failures in a row. There you go. Dungeon bunch of failures in a row. Wait, roll. that's how you get uh, XP. <laughs> that is. I forgot about that. Oh, they should have like way more XP. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: forgot about that part. Oh, that's why they died. Oops. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, family. You should uh, have been level five right now. Uh,
0: we we'll, fell a lot. We we'll we'll learned uh, from
2: your failures. That's we'll, what. We'll, we'll retcon that uh, <laughs> next time we <laughs> <my> play. <laughs> um, I love Dungeon World.
1: Everybody loves D&D. World. Cool. Well, all right. Thanks for
2: listening, everybody. It's been fun. We hope you enjoyed this uh, long conversation about D&D. As much as we did. We love you. Bye.